What is up, fine folks? Welcome back to the Double Tapped Podcast, episode three. I'm Jay. I'm Tanner. And we are in the heat of March Madness. Yeah. It's great. It is actually getting hotter, so it is the heat. <laughs> but we are also in the heat of the basketball scene. Nice. Double pun. Everyone's into that. Yeah. Uh, Tanner, what you been playing? Uh, I've been playing mostly something that you mentioned last week, Rocket League. Yeah. I've been playing so much Rocket League. Uh, I, I mentioned this to you, but I, I've gotten the itch so much that now not only am I not, not, not only am I playing with my friends, but I'm also playing 1v1s by myself mm-hmm. at your behest from last week. Uh, I did my placements. I was like, okay, I'll probably be like silver something. I was platinum one. Yeah. I have no idea how that happened. Um, but I do think. If you're someone who enjoys Rocket League, that is a really good piece of advice because I think I got way better really quickly yeah. being forced to just defend more and just play 1v1. Yeah, it's a completely different strategic game yeah. when you're playing 1v1 versus like, you know, I can lean over and check my phone playing 3v3 Rumble and not feel too bad about right. it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 1v1, great way to hone your skills. I've also been, you know, still dipping my toes into Rocket League. I'm sort of scrambling at the moment. Okay. Looking for my next big thing. I did just download, though, what I anticipate what I'm going to be playing for a little while, which is the PS5 upgrade of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 Remastered. Nice. Um, and I'm almost tempted. So I did not get the Platinum. That Platinum is ridiculous. Okay. And I'm already thinking this might be a future topic for down the line of, like, ridiculous Platinums. Yeah. But to get to level 100 in that trophy, or in that uh, trophy set, or that game, I guess, it would take so much grinding. Mm. Weeks maybe months of just <laughs> playing a level as quick as you can doing, you know, what gets you the maximum XP in two minutes yeah. consistently, which I don't want to do. Right. I got to level 72 fairly organically. Okay. And those last 28 levels would just be an absolute <laughs> grind. So I'm not going to do that. Yeah. But I'm almost tempted to not <clears throat> save import from PS4 just to double pop all the trophies. I kind of oh. just want to just get all the trophies that I can get organically Oh, so again. they're different trophies. It's no, I think it's the same. List. Like, it would... It's similar to any other game where, like, you, you know, Sorry, upload your cloud separate trophy list is what I should have yes. said. Yes. Gotcha, okay. Yes, so it would you would get a double platinum if you were able to do that. Not a bad, which, uh, not a bad thing. If they would just patch in some more challenges that would actually level you up faster, I would 100% yeah. go for the platinum, but it does not seem like there's any plans to do that, especially with the vicarious visions being absorbed into blizzard which was a whole thing how much is the just standalone ps5 version because i know you said the upgrades ten dollars i want to say that it was 40 okay um so it's still around the same i don't remember for sure and if if you're like me and you didn't buy the deluxe edition on ps4 or xbox one it is ten dollars to upgrade so if you bought the deluxe edition you get the upgrade for free yes gotcha okay which for me is Small potatoes. I love that game. I was happy to. Yeah, and it was probably ten them. extra dollars to get the deluxe edition anyway. Exactly, and like I, I'm of the mind that if there's a a game that I've played a ton of, I will support it just to show my support yeah. for it. Yeah. Like for example, the other day, stupid how much we talk about Peggle on this podcast, but here we go. <laughs> Up on the PlayStation Store, I noticed Peggle Two Magical Masters Edition. Yes. Which I had not purchased. Okay. And it was like three dollars. Right. And then, so I was like, is this like a different, like, obviously it's the same game. Yeah. But then I was like, what are the chances that this has the same trophy lists again? 
That would be awesome. And then I started to Google it. And I was like, you know what? I don't care. And yeah. I just bought it anyway. Yeah. And it didn't have separate trophies. <laughs> it didn't have anything that I didn't already have. Right. I already had like the DLC that would have included the two, <laughs> the two masters. Legends, exactly. Yeah. So I was like, but in my head, I was like, here's my little Peggle 3 tax. <laughs> yeah. You I know? love this game so much. I'm willing to give exactly. it $3. That's kind of the way I excuse. Because there are a lot of games now that I own on steam and either playstation or switch or some other like a console and pc yeah um, mostly because games go on sale for so ridiculously cheap on pc that i don't feel guilty if it's on sale on a console because even then the combined prices i've paid are still probably less than the actual game yeah um but things like stardew i've bought two different places i have minecraft on like three different platforms <laughs> yeah. like there are a lot of games that i have multiple <clears throat> places and a lot of that is just moonlighter is a good example a lot of that is just me like Oh, I just really like this game. I don't feel bad for, no, for paying for it and supporting the devs. All right. Before we get into the news, let's give a little shout out to our beverages today. Cause yeah. You pulled these out. I didn't even lucky, know these. I didn't, a lucky know, snag. I didn't even know these were in my fridge. Yeah. Uh, I went to the back of my fridge because I knew there was just like assorted beer back there. And uh, we have West Six Cerveza, uh, a beer that I really, really enjoy. One of my favorite West Six beers, which is from Lexington, Kentucky. Definitely. Uh, and it's just a nice smooth yeah it's their take on like the classic mexican lager yeah it's just uh, it's really nice and i, I great for the springtime that has washed over us in these last few weeks yeah uh so let's move on to the news we're gonna hit these news stories pretty quick because our big topic today oh it's a big one yeah it's large it's a big one yeah all right so let's run through these okay first one i've got for you here reports have indicated that the next call of duty will be call of duty world war ii vanguard seems mm. to be the working title Okay. So it seems we're going back to World War II. Un- unclear whether this is like a sequel to the actual Call of Duty World War II game yeah. from a few years back. Uh, does this intrigue you at all relative to the last few Call of Duty releases? Uh, I think so in a way because I, I think the fun that I had with Call of Duty, uh, not this last one, but the one before it, mm-hmm. which would have been Modern Warfare, correct? Yes. Uh that game was so fun, it and was. like Warzone was great in it. Um, I know you can still play Warzone. Two v twos was great, but I had no, I had no desire to go after Cold War simply because I had spent so much time in uh, Modern Warfare that I was just yeah. like, okay, whatever. Call of Duty now to me seems to be a either every other year purchase mm. or when it intrigues me. And I didn't play Call of Duty World War Two. You did. Correct? It was a very good installment. Okay. Um, I am personally, I'm a history buff, so I tend to be a fan of when they actually go deep dived into these I do too. you know different historical eras and the war that depiction of world war ii was like it was like saving private ryan levels of like oh, wow, immersion okay. in terms of the story and the history so yeah. i really respected that about it i'm intrigued i would love to see if they do a war zone in world oh, yeah. war ii i think that'd be really that'd be, that'd interesting be really cool um like storming normandy or something like that yeah uh yeah i don't know i think that this is more intriguing than them just doing another pseudo futuristic or like modern times call yeah. of duty i like the they did a modern culture. warfare 2 quote unquote like mo- sequel to the most recent modern warfare yeah. if they actually called it modern warfare 2 i would boycott it just something like <laughs> it would be very confusing <clears throat> yeah um but yeah i'm very intrigued uh especially my entry point into the call of duty franchise was world at war mm. which was 2009 or 2010. Is this the one with the Eiffel Tower on the cover? No, this is the one. The cover is like a guy in like the Pacific theater, like an American soldier. Um, Gotcha. Okay. But basically it was like, that's the introduction of like Reznov. Like he was, you crawl out of this pit in 
uh, Stalingrad and like snipe through this level. It's one of the coolest levels in Call of Duty history for mm. sure. Um, and then I went back and played Call of Duty four and then went forward from there. But I have a soft spot for all the World War II ones because that's where I started. Sure. Yeah. So let's move on. I'm going to let you literally 100% talk about this one because I have very little input. Okay. Microsoft is in talks to acquire Discord. Right. Okay. So this is, I, I've i seen a little bit about this. I admittedly haven't read up super a lot on it because corporate takeover is a thing. Um, this makes a lot of sense and is going to make a lot of people upset, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Uh, part of Discord's appeal is that it's its own company. Right. But the numbers that I've seen floating around, I think I saw 200 million as a, as a number. I may be misquoting there, but... Um, I, I think I saw it on a tweet. So if you don't know, Discord is sort of the modern, uh, PC voice chat solution, but it also serves as hub for communities. Mm-hmm. So like I have a discord for stream. A lot of streamers have their own discord where the community can chat in different channels, almost like it's sort of what forums became in a weird way, but they're just sort of smaller sure. communities, but like kind of funny has a discord and like big, uh, communities have discords too. And so it's kind of an all-in-one purpose thing. This kind of makes sense because Discord has worked with Microsoft sort of increasingly as they've existed. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a part of, I think, during Black Friday, if you got Game Pass for six months or whatever it was, you also got Discord Nitro, which is like their premium service for the same amount of time and things like that. So yeah. they, they have paired together in the past. I would not be surprised if Microsoft wants to buy Discord to fold them into Game Pass. Sure. To say like, oh, you get Discord Nitro if you get Game Pass because they're obviously trying to make PC Game Pass a thing. Mm-hmm. So that wouldn't be surprising at all. Um, I don't think as a user we will see much of a change. I know that people are going to point to Amazon's purchase of Twitch. A lot of good and a lot of bad came out of that. Yeah. So it became more obviously that they were going for money, but also a lot of cool features came during that time or have come during that time. Who's to say if Amazon didn't buy them, if that would have happened anyway, but anyway, um, I think overall it's not anything to be super worried about. I know some people are, are a lot more worried about it than I am, Yeah. but for me personally, I, I, I think it's just kind of a corporate thing. Discord people get your money. And let me ask you this, the functionality of discord. I know you can do like, you know, audio groups and yes. that sort of thing. Can you do video as well? Yeah. Do you think this is potentially a bigger thing than games? Do you think this Possibly. is like them trying to create like a Zoom competitor? Well, they have Microsoft Teams, and right. I've seen a lot of people saying that Teams isn't great. It's not. <laughs> and they might just use Discord's infrastructure to build that out. Right. Um, but yeah, like a lot of times I've hung out with friends via Face Chat, especially before I had FaceTime, uh, was just in Discord video chats. Yeah. And like, I know that. It's just an easy way to just video chat, hang out, whatever. You can share your screen. You can watch movies with people, like, even though that's kind of frowned <laughs> upon. But anyway, sure. like, uh, it has a lot of functionality. And I think the community aspect of it is pretty critical to what Discord is, too. Because I think it started more as that and then sort of branched out. Yeah. So those two things combined, I, I could totally see them rolling it out to a larger audience. Yeah, that was my instant curious reaction was like, you know, this seems to be a low-key story you know, right this second, but could I see in a year if, you know, now that work from home has obviously become more, you know, commonplace in the midst of a pandemic. Yeah. Does discord become on the level of a zoom or people start using discord instead of zoom? I could really see it, especially because zoom just came out of freaking nowhere. Yeah. Like <laughs> they were just the right place, right time. Exactly. Uh, I literally did a meeting on discord about an hour before you showed up. Mm-hmm. So I could totally see it. There it's easy go. to use. All right. Our next story. A Ghost of Tsushima movie 
is happening. Yeah. And the director is going to be the director of, is the director of John Wick, yeah, correct? Yeah, it's, uh, I think all three John Wick movies. Right. Um, so I, I, his name is escaping me, but. I'll look it up. He also, he was a stuntman. That's how yeah, he I started. Think like all of the, like John Wick, I know a little bit about John Wick. The production was like, it was a lot of former stuntmen sort of coming together and saying, hey, can we choreograph this really well? And obviously they have done it. I haven't seen those movies. I really want to. I've only um, seen one and it's amazing. Yeah. It's really, really good. Um, I am. I think that you encapsulated this best when the news came out and you and you were just like, we'll see if this ever happens. Yeah. Because the Uncharted movie, by all accounts, is actually happening now. Yeah. No, um, I think it's like wrapped production. Yeah. I think it's in post. But, uh, you know, that took 10 years to be made. I mean, we were talking about the Uncharted movie podcast. We're talking about that probably seven, eight years ago. Uh, so we'll see if the ghost movie happens. I mean, Last of Us HBO show is coming. Maybe this is Sony's push to be like, our IPs are going to be more than just video games. Uh, I think it could be interesting. I I think there are a lot of there's a legacy of it's kind of it's it's kind of intriguing that Ghost of Tsushima was so much inspired by uh, Kurosawa films. Right. And now they're going to get their own samurai film yeah. and they can pay even more homage to Kurosawa films. I'd actually never seen a Kurosawa film until a couple of weeks ago. I watched Yojimbo, which is clearly an inspiration for Ghost of Tsushima. Like the main character in that is very similar to Jin, um, sort of the the journeyman nature of the open world of just like, I'm just going to go where I'm needed kind of thing. That's the whole point of that movie. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how much influence it derives from itself that derives <laughs> from Kurosawa. But uh, yeah, yeah. I think it could work. I mean, there aren't a lot of modern samurai films in that ilk. So I think it could be interesting. Chad Stahelski. I knew the it was some sort of key. Name. Um, my only request would be if this movie actually gets made, and it, you know, I hope it's rated R. I hope it's. Yes, me too. You know, I think it should be. It does. It, they don't need to pull any punches in terms of the violence of the movie like this it doesn't need to be dropping f-bombs that's sort of rated r but it needs to be yeah. pretty you know explicitly violent yeah in order to sort of communicate the nature of i think that feudal japan style samurai combat um but i'm i'm not going to call myself excited for it just because we still have yet to be impressed by a video game movie sure that has that's come true out really. yeah the track record's not great we'll see how the mortal Kombat movie that's about to come out ends up i am people, i am higher on it than you are but the prospects prospects of it yeah i i think that's going to be a really good just popcorn action movie yeah but i think this could be kind of the bridge between interestingly this is what i said about yojimbo which is like it's sort of the bridge between like super action just fun action movie and like art house drama right. stuff. And it would be interesting to see if they try for that fusion too. And it's, it's lent credibility by the fact that it is Stahelski who did John wick and yes. you know, has this, you know, sort of experience with stunts and choreography behind him. <clears throat> it's kind of the way I felt about, okay. When the uncharted movie was announced, yeah, I didn't give it any credibility. I was like, okay, it's going to be uncharted, but it's not going to be good. Yeah. It's not going to be as good as the games. But then I was like, okay, Tom Holland. Right. I love, so I'll give it that much credit. Yeah. It's, but it's kind of like how when the Last of Us series gets announced, and it's an HBO show. Yeah. That's an instant that's credibility. Instant credibility. So yeah. and the guy who did, uh, oh, what's the name of the show that he did? The um, the nuclear Chernobyl. Oh, uh, Chernobyl. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that guy is the showrunner, and right. he loves the Last of Us. So it's like, okay, I think they'll do at least good with yeah, that yeah. show. We'll see how all of these things pan out. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get a review on this podcast <laughs> definitely once, the, once they drop. All right, our last story. Yeah, it's close to your home. 
Okay. We are in my home. Drinkbox's new game. Yay! Is called Nobody Saves the World. Yes. And it seems to be a 2D Zelda style action RPG. Yeah. Are you excited? Uh, very much so. It's Drinkbox, if you don't know, are the, are the studio that made Guacamelee, Guacamelee 2, uh, Severed, mm-hmm. Tales of the, or Mutant Blob Attack. Is that what it is? Or Tales of the Mutant Blob? Oh, no, I became. Some blob game, I'm a I think post, it was called. Was, wait, was that released later? No, no, no. That was that their was first game. Guacamelee. Okay. Yeah. I became acquainted with Drinkbox post Guacamelee. Yes. So, so uh, Guacamelee, Severed, and Guacamelee 2 are all games I've platinumed. Uh, games that I absolutely adore. Their art styles are really unique. This game looks like it's moving a little bit of a different direction art style wise, but it definitely still has some of the personality and some of the staging of Mm. Guacamelee. I'm very intrigued because I watched the trailer for the first time yesterday and my main takeaway was, oh, this is like Link to the Past. Right. It has a very Zelda vibe to it. Maybe a little bit more action oriented. Maybe the combat's a little bit more intense, Um, but it definitely has that feel and Link to the Past outside of Breath of the Wild has been my favorite Zelda I've Mm -hmm. played. So uh, I am very excited. I trust Drinkbox. They're one of those studios now that they've not made a bad game in so long that I think it'll at least be good. Yeah. And I want to support them and I'm I'm all in. Yeah, this is a situation where I trust Drinkbox. <clears throat> I'm a huge fan of the original Guacamelee. I have never finished Guacamelee 2. Mm. Uh, still need to get back around to that. But I'd, it's one of those developers kind of similar to uh, who's your developer? Supergiant. Yes. That like, I know you make great games even if they're not my cup of tea. Yeah. But it's, I'm always curious. So if this game comes out and reviews well, <clears throat> I trust Drinkbox. And that's maybe I'll see if they can reel me into this genre that typically wouldn't be my sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, so I'm interested. Color me interested. Tanner. Yes. First, let me say, we teased that we were going to do a different topic. <laughs> yes, which will be next week, Exactly. I we'll get back around to sort of our retro games topic. We're coming back to that get hype about it. Yeah. But Tanner... Came hot and heavy with this wonderful idea <laughs> that we are in the heat of March Madness, as I brought up. So let's make a bracket. Yeah. And let's fill it out here on the podcast. And your bracket idea was the best video games of the 2010s. We're yes. fresh off of this decade of games. Yeah. We are removed enough now that I don't think we're going to have much recency bias. We can look at these a little more objectively. Sure. And we're going to decide right here, right now. Based on Metacritic scores, yes. we have 68. A Correct. Of 68. We did a full bracket. We did a full NCAA tournament bracket worth of games. Uh, we're going to put it out afterwards, but we're going to fill it out right here, right now. We're going to yes. talk them all through. And here's what we've decided. Let's say we disagree. Yeah, which will probably happen. For a few, it almost certainly will. We're each going to have three like trump cards. Yeah. If I decide to use my trump card for an, a disagreement... And you don't, my game moves on. Yes. And vice versa. If we are just completely at odds and both decide to use a trump card, then we're just going to flip a coin. Yeah, we'll go to some form of... I'll go get, I have a lucky coin in my wallet. I'll okay. go get it okay, if cool. that happens. Uh, and we're going to end that at the final four. Yeah. So at the final no four, more we, trump will, cards at the final four. we will hash it out until we come to an agreement. Yeah. Um, so... With all that being said, yeah, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take you through the bracket, yes, because uh, it's an Illustrator file and I know how to use those. <laughs> uh, so first of all, we're gonna start with our four play-in games. Yes. If you're not familiar with uh, with the March Madness uh, sort of style, n- there used to be 64 teams, but now they have 68. Uh, the last eight of which play for one of the spots in the main bracket. Yeah, um, we should also say that these are based on Metacritic ratings. Exactly. So Jay compiled. 
uh, the top 68 Metacritic rated games from 2010 to 2019. This is including 20. This isn't including 2020. That's the start of the next decade is kind of what we decided. So, uh, and I will also note there were remasters that Mm. were technically higher rated. Like an example, the last of us and the last of us remastered are both 95s. Yeah. So I omitted the last of us remastered and there were a few other games like that. So these are almost, I think there was one little caveat and we might have to, talk about it when we get there yeah but we took out all of the, the games that weren't the original releases sure so all right so first up uh in our playing games for the 16 seed oh, I'm excited in the uh shigeru miyamoto bracket <laughs> or quarter of the bracket so i will i will show this on the video version uh sort of as we go this will also be on our social as soon as this video goes live um and you can follow along at home. You can fill you can fill out if you'd like. Yeah, we'll put out wanna, a blank version as if well. If you want to share it on Twitter or wherever, uh, yeah, we'll put out the blank version um, and then probably the filled version later in the week. So first up, we have Tetris Effect against Civilization Five. Right. So I would feel like we would disagree about this one, but it's also one of those hills that I'm absolutely not willing to die on. Okay. You know, I love Tetris Effect. See, I've not played it. Um, I do love Tetris. Yeah. And it's just, it's sort of rhythm game Tetris. Yeah. It's it's super fun. And I having barely touched Civ Five, you know, I don't know a ton about it, but I appreciate it deeply, especially yes. as you are such a big fan of it. I, I will say, uh, of the games on this bracket, this may be the game I have the most hours in, mm-hmm. in Civilization Five. Uh, I have over, like, <clears throat> over 200 hours. I'm not sure exactly where it's at now, but... Um, I think Civ Five being a 16 seed, just the way Metacritic rated it, is a shame. But uh, I will say that it's interesting because both of these come from lineage games, right? Right. Civilization has been a game as long as PC gaming has been a thing almost. Tetris has been a game for even longer. Yeah. Um, so that's an interesting thing to see how they come to the forefront. I will say I think Civilization Five is more of a statement game than Tetris Effect. I think Tetris Effect is just sort of a cool way to reintroduce Tetris sure. to a modern audience where Civ Five made some really cool advances and for a little while was like the most pretty game on PC for mm-hmm. a very short amount of time. Um so my my vote would go with Civ Five here. I'm fine with Civ Five moving okay. forward. So I'm just gonna put a little circle around that. Okay. Um next up for the 16 seed in the let me find out which bracket this is in. I believe this is the Sid Meyer bracket. I believe this enough. is in the Sid, Sid Meyer <laughs> bracket, yeah. Uh so all of our, our bracket quarters are named after uh influential gaming people uh we have mlb 11 the show and the uh clay entertainment game mark of the ninja i was gonna say have you played mark of the ninja i've played a little bit i have have not played it. i've played probably the introductory three or four levels uh never got super far i've owned it for a while um but i also know you have a soft spot for clay yes i have an account of i have a signed don't starve print in my office uh i will say is this the only instance of the show on the bracket? I can't remember. I believe so. So I would personally say that the show is probably more of a thing last decade than Mark of the Ninja. Yeah, I um, agree. And like, I, that's Mark of the Ninja probably has more artistic value, but I think Clay made better games, even though I don't know that Don't Starve is on here. Um, I I've, believe it is. I've I've basically forgotten what games are on here now, which is yeah, nice. We have not you know, gone on a deep dive into the bracket because we wanted to save all of the conversation for right here, right, right. now. Right, uh, which is nice, too, because I've it's been long enough since I made this that I don't really remember. Uh, I, my vote's for MLB 11, the show here. Me, too. Okay. I don't think these play-ins are going to be super uh, contested either way, but yeah. we'll, we'll get there. I'm more curious about 
because you know Metacritic scores are not necessarily indicative of how great a game is to an individual person. Sure. So there are going to be some there are going to be some high seeds on here that I'm going to fight for. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, the next one in the Mabel Addis uh, bracket. For those of you who don't know, Mabel Addis is widely recognized as the first female game developer. Uh, we have Bastion and Limbo. Two very critically acclaimed games. Um, one Indie of them, darlings. Yeah, one of them being from my beloved Supergiant. Uh, the other being from uh, Playdead, I believe is the developer I name. I believe so. Uh, who also made Inside. Which is also on the bracket. Yes. Uh, my vote here, I've played both of these games. I have not played Bastion. I've played Limbo. Okay. Uh, but well, I've seen some Bastion. What are your thoughts on Limbo? It's interesting. It is one of those... It's just a purely artistic game. Like, it yes. almost is nothing else. Yeah, there's very little gameplay at all. Um, but I love the, like, sort of horror noir style of it. Yes. Um, it is intriguing to me in that way. However, I could be sold on your guaranteed pick for Bastion pretty easily. Yeah, I'm going to fight for Bastion here simply because uh, I've played Limbo. I think even though I haven't played Inside, Inside seems to be... Uh, sort of the more developed ideas of Limbo yeah. put into something a little bit larger scale. Uh, and Bastion, even though it's the first Supergiant game, all of their games are so different and so so valid on their own. Mm -hmm. uh, and Bastion's a game that I love, a game that convinced me to like Supergiant, uh, that I, well, actually, I think I played Transistor first, but sort of solidified my love of Supergiant in a game style, like you said with Drinkbox earlier, that I would never play. I would right. never play a top-down, sort of slower-paced action game like that game, and it, it's still great. So yeah. my vote here is for Bastion. I'll roll with you. Okay. Uh, and then last up in the... Uh, what is the what is the bracket here? In the Jerry Lawson bracket, who is the first uh, game developer of color, we have Monster Hunter World and Hollow Knight. So <laughs> Monster Hunter World... A game I have not played, but I've seen a lot of as well. Yes. And I really respect that it's sort of like a soulsy, actiony play style with seems to be just ridiculously deep. Like, yeah, with in terms of how many monsters you can fight and, you know, the RPG elements, all that sort of thing. My vote is for Hollow Knight. <laughs> yes, uh, as is mine. Also, I should clarify, uh, Jerry Lawson, the first American black game developer, mm -hmm. just to be very, very clear. I'm not sure if he's the first American game developer of color. Um yeah, I've played Monster Hunter World actually a lot more than I expected to. Uh, I got it with uh, when when my friend Koala sent over the Xbox One. Uh, she sent a, a copy of Monster Hunter World. Mm. And uh, I got more into it both there and on Steam than I thought I would. Uh, I will say the game is very repetitive. And if you like that, it's great. But sure. also, I'm kind of the, I'm kind of to the point with games now where if something's super repetitive... I'd rather just use my time somewhere else. Like once yeah. I understand it, I'm good. That's kind of what happened with Monster Hunter World. I think Hollow Knight is one of the best indie games. It's immaculate of the the past decade, uh, which is going to make for a very interesting sixteen one conversation. Uh, it's made by a team of literally three people. Yeah, which, it's so impressive. It's, it, which is incredible. Uh, a game that I've been slowly replaying as well. So my vote, as is yours, is for Hollow Knight. Yes, we'll hash out more details about Hollow Knight because as we move on, yeah. yeah. All right, we are going to go, uh, for me in video editing, to the Miyamoto bracket. So now, our first matchup is Super Mario Galaxy 2 versus Civilization 5. So this is, I mean, you know, take your beloved Outback and, you know, <laughs> put it out of its misery here. Sure. Uh, Mario Galaxy 2 is definitely going to be moving on. Yes. Um, what else, what can you say? It's it, Mario games are so well made. I've actually yeah. not played Galaxy or Galaxy I've played 2. a little bit of both. Because um, I didn't have a Wii. 
it is a super unique style for a Mario game. Like, yeah, I've seen gameplay. It is not my favorite sort of genre of Mario, but 3D Mario in general is I prefer over 2D Mario. And this is mm. a really interesting take on 3D Mario games. Super cool setting. A lot of fun mechanics. Yeah. All, all the way in on Mario Galaxy 2. I think if Civ Five were maybe the first Civilization game, it might have a, an argument here. But I think Galaxy and Galaxy 2 and all those games are so beloved that it's hard to pick it here. So I, I think Super Mario Galaxy 2 moves which, on. Now thinking about it, we probably should note Super Mario Galaxy 2 would be the highest rated game correct. of the this last is the, decade. This is the top <laughs> one seed, correct. Yeah. Um, so next up, going against uh, or the next in the bracket here, we have the eight seed Undertale <coughs> and the nine seed Fire Emblem Awakening. Yeah. So I have never touched a Fire Emblem game. Nor have I. Closest I've, seen I've a ever lot of come gameplay. is... I really like playing as Ike in Smash Brothers. <laughs> and so you like all the Fire Emblem characters in Smash? Pretty much. <laughs> I, that's actually not a meme. I do I really do enjoy them a lot. Um and I've not played Undertale. However, my vote is 100% going to Undertale. Mm. Because Undertale seems to have kind of been a cultural phenomenon among gamers. Yeah, it's I think it's the closest thing that video games have to a like cult classic. Yeah. Um my vote is also for Undertale. I've seen Fire Emblem gameplay. It's not really my style of game. I don't Me think neither. it's yours either. Uh, it looks beautiful. I know people who have lost countless hours to that game, and I'm not saying that it's not valid and in some cases might win here, but uh, Undertale is a cultural phenomenon. It is a meme, kind of. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but the only, I think the only downside to Undertale to me, as someone who streamed it, my first playthrough of it on, on stream a long time ago, uh, the community kind of sucks <laughs> it's very similar to like the rick and morty community where the show is pretty decent but there's a certain type of individual that really they loves it, obsessive and, over it and will tell you why you're wrong if you don't like it a little gatekeepy yes it's a very gatekeepy community and uh i think undertale's similar i'm not saying that everyone who loves undertale is that way there's just that vibe to the community sometimes um that being said undertale's a great game the music's awesome uh, Toby Fox, the the guy who made it, and yeah. is is an incredible talent. And I'm always impressed by a game like that that can be created by one person. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right. So in the next matchup, we have Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain and Forza Motorsport Four. This is a five twelve <clears throat> matchup. So Metal Gear Solid, <clears throat> a franchise that I have very minimal experience with. However, I did play a good al- amount. We're in of the Metal exact Gear Solid same boat 5. here. Um, and I've played a fair amount of like racing. Uh, they all run together. And this is not Forza Horizon, right? which of my preferred you know, I would agree with offshoot that, yeah. of Forza. The this more is the open more, world. This is the sim. This is the more Gran Turismo-y Forza Definitely. game. Um, I love stealth action. I love, you know, shooters, that sort of thing. So genre-wise, Metal Gear Solid Five really spoke to me. Mm. But Lord have mercy, was it weird. <laughs> like... And nebula, like, I don't know. It's just the structure of the world was interesting where you were going back and forth from mother base in and out of the world. Yeah. The, I don't, I just don't know anything about the lore of Metal Gear Solid five and some of these enemies. And that is awesome as that intro is, or you're like crawling through the hospital. Yeah. I'm like still like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> yeah. What happened? Um, yeah. My vote's going to Metal Gear as is mine, but like, I don't, I don't, I have a lot of weird feelings about that game. <laughs> so Metal Gear, right now I'm playing through the Zelda series. Metal Gear is one of those series that I want to do that for at some yeah. point, just because it is so beloved and it's like video game history and all of that. Um, 
I will say that at some point I kind of went like, all right, I'm good with Metal Gear Solid Five. But it has always been one of those games. I'd be like, should I go back to that game? I kind of like I like the gameplay of it a lot. I love the the way that you could really approach a combat scenario exactly how you wanted to. A lot of games tout like, oh, play how you want. But yeah. that game really lets you play how you want. You can go ridiculous in that game. You can make a horse poop. <laughs> can you really? In metal, yeah. <laughs> I just love the uh, the Fulton balloons. That Those just, are like, hilarious. Send someone up in the air. Those are great. Um, but yeah, Forza is Forza. It's going to be hard to differentiate as people who are not super into that yeah. scene, uh, especially since it's Xbox exclusive. And yeah, all right, I think both of our votes is for the five seed here. Definitely. Uh, and Metal Gear Solid 5. So next up, we have StarCraft 2. Ooh. Versus as the four seed versus Disco Elysium, a newer game yeah. uh, in the 13 spot. And I heard a lot of positive talk about Disco Elysium. Yes. I'm very intrigued. I haven't played it, but it's correct me if I'm wrong. It's the mystery sort of. Yeah, it's I don't know, top it's, down. Yeah. Um, I've seen some stuff from it. It looks intriguing. I, I actually almost bought it the other day because it's on PlayStation now. Uh, this is a game that a lot of my friends who are PC diehards were talking about. This game's fucking awesome. Yeah. You have to play it. And I just thought, yeah, maybe it'll come to console one day. And now it's out. And I, I kind of do want to do it on on their uh It was getting game of the year talk from yeah, a lot of people. from a lot of people. This is an interesting one to me because StarCraft 2... I don't know. This isn't just StarCraft 2, right? This is a... Is this a, just a specific this expansion? This is the base. Oh, this is the this base This is game. the base game. Okay. Um, well then that's another, that was another little caveat. <clears throat> if something was an expansion, I didn't include it. Right. It had to be the base game. So, so in that case, as, as intrigued by Disco Elysium as I am, and as way more of a game for me that it is, I think I have to vote for Starcraft too, oh. simply on historical prominence. And it's just one of those games that the people who love it absolutely adore it. Sure. And I don't know. Like, I would be fine with Disco Elysium taking the upset here if that's the way you're going to vote. But I think StarCraft 2 has more of a, a just a, a rock solid part of the decade. I mean, I was tempted to vote Disco Elysium to piss off the nerds out there. <laughs> that's but fair. I'll go with you just because, you know. Yeah, I'm not going to. I haven't played Disco Elysium. Obviously, I can't speak too highly of it. Yeah, if one of us had played it, we probably would have voted for so, it. But yeah, I'm fine with StarCraft. As and that's the last. Time I'm going to say that probably <laughs> as am I. Uh, okay. I love this next matchup. Yeah, this is a good one. This is very us at number six. The number six seed, we have Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, the Nintendo Switch version of Super Smash Brothers versus the 11 seed Halo Reach. Jay. Okay. Halo Reach is definitely my most played Halo game. Okay. Um, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, probably my third or fourth most played smash game okay oddly enough however when you look at smash ultimate you're basically looking at the amalgamation of all the smash games put together good word in the best package possible yeah reach was this you know sort of odd you know offshoot of the halo franchise it was cool but was different and obviously halo was not my you know i don't have a lot of emotional ties to halo i didn't play halo one two or three extensively at all right um, I have to vote for Smash, personally. This one I'm very conflicted on. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like you said, Smash Ultimate is pretty much everything you could want from a Smash game. Yeah. It has every character. It has every map. Like, that within of itself is almost like a remaster of old games meets, you know, the newer Smash styles. But 
I really liked Halo Reach as a kid. I would say this is probably my second most played Halo behind Halo 3. Mm-hmm. Um, I played a shit ton of Halo 3. That's one of those games that if I could get an hours report on, I would love to. Yeah. Uh, it was just before that was a thing in games. But I think my vote is also for Smash Ultimate simply because there are better Halo games than Reach. And I think there is an argument. I'm not saying Ultimate is the best Smash game ever. That's Melee. Yes. But... I think you can make the argument that it has the most features of a Smash Definitely. game, and that may make it part of it. I will say, though, if we're comparing online multiplayer, Halo Reach destroys Ultimate. Fair. Smash <laughs> Online is still terrible, and I Pretty don't know why. all the Nintendo Online yeah, is they, they have, they have not figured out the internet. Um, <laughs> uh, but they haven't yeah. really figured out phones. You can't really talk that's, to somebody. That's true. Uh, okay, so far, not been an upset no, yet. scratch so far. But we will, uh, I'm sure we'll get there. Maybe not on this one, though. Uh, we have no. the number three seed Batman Arkham City versus the 14 seed Bayonetta. When I say Batman Arkham City is one of my favorite games of all time, it's probably like a top 20-ish game for me. Yeah. Um, That's probably where I'd put it, too. Somewhere love Batman dearly. Uh, and it's the, it is the hallmark of my favorite genre, which is like open world action game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't go. I've never played Bayonetta. It's, you know. Interesting looking art style gameplay. It seems to be fast, frenetic. A lot of cool things. That Very I similar to God of War, the old style right. of God of War. It's sort of really fast action. Arcadey action. Fighting huge bosses. Isn't it kind of Devil May Cry-ish? Yes, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, which I'll do respect to those games, but that style doesn't really speak to me. Like chaining combos together yeah, and combat, that sort of thing. Not my, not my style. Arkham City. Definitely my vote here. As is mine. I will say I have watched the full playthrough of Bayonetta. Um, so even though I've not played it, I'm pretty familiar with that game. And I just think Bayonetta has so much style to it that against a weaker game, it probably may upset it. But yeah. Arkham City is just the it, to to right now, either the best or de- depending on how diehard you are for Spider-Man, the second best mm. superhero game mm. ever. Ooh, that's an interesting uh, discussion. That might be a topic some other yeah. day, but uh, I it would be my favorite. But worth mentioning, it is heartbreaking that Spider-Man PS4 is not among this bracket. Yeah, but. didn't didn't make the cut. Uh, but yeah, Arkham City for the win there. Next up, we have the seven seed Inside, a game we mentioned earlier, versus number ten Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. Do you want to do the caveat the, here? This is the little caveat. Mario Kart Eight Deluxe is the Switch version of Mario Kart Eight, not the original Wii U version. However, they were both, you know, highly rated, and we just decided that this was really the proper version of this game. We just sort of consolidated them Pretty much. into one entry. And it's winning this matchup, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, inside, like, you know, all due respect to Play Dead, they make really cool artistic games that have a really awesome, creepy vibe. Yeah. But there is no better. You could argue that Mario Kart 8 is the best party game ever made. I think that argument oh. could be made. Yeah, I think so. Especially with the new prolificness of the Switch. Yeah. And this game has sold beyond gangbusters. Yeah. Um, everyone and their mother has played a round of Mario Kart and just about most people these days have played around a Mario Kart 8. I would say, I think this is my favorite. It's again, going back to GameCube, it's either this or Double Dash mm-hmm. is my favorite Mario Kart. Yeah. Uh, simply because there's so much to it. There's so many maps. There's so many characters. It never feels stale. No. And that's a game that I've been playing since I had my Switch. It was the, one of the first Switch games I ever bought. Here's a, it's an interesting question. Yeah. What do you think like the longest someone has ever sat down and just played Mario Kart 8? 
straight through without stopping. Oh, I feel like that's a game where like you play two hours of it every few weeks if you have it, like yeah. something like that. I mean, I, I'm sure there have been streamers who have done like 24 hour streams yeah. of Mario Kart when it first came and, like, out. Like you play it and you try to unlock everything, blah blah blah. But, yeah, like, it's no, just it's play- a very short burst. Yeah. I'm gonna play a couple of cups and then and move on. Uh, yeah, my vote is for Mario Kart 2. I really love the idea of Inside, and it's a game that I've always had and wanted to do a playthrough of at some point, so I'm sure I will. Uh, and I, I I tend to love the artistic expression games, um, but Mario Kart 8, it just appeals to such a wide audience. And like you said, everyone's played Mario Kart, and I think most people like Mario Kart, um, so that's it's going to be our first upset of the bracket. Not a huge one. No, 10-7 is not a surprising <laughs> upset, but there we are. All right, Jay, uh, one that probably doesn't even need discussion. No. The number two seed, The Last of Us versus number 15, FIFA 12. <laughs> yeah, it's funny that this worked out the way. So the way I did this bracket was Jay sent me a spreadsheet of the all of the seeds of the games based on the Metacritic rating. And I just went through and did like the first one seed against the, the most bottom 16 seed or well, that was the play in. So yeah. the first two seed against the bottom 15 seed, second two against next to bottom. Just I did it that way. Um, and this is how it ended out. It's funny that the last of us basically gets a buy here. It was going to get a buy against just about anything in this right, first round. But there, I, I mean, no offense to FIFA. That's not our type of game. Um, it's FIFA, even like the best Madden, which is a franchise I like, or NBA 2k, the a franchise I really like, uh, would not stand a chance against the last of us. No. So it's just going to move on. Definitely. And that's that. All right. So if you're listening along and not using the video version in the Miyamoto bracket, we have, Oh wait, are we gonna go all the way through this bracket? No, no, no. I'm just, okay, I'm just, just gonna I'm recap just recapping. It. Gotcha. Yeah. So uh, cool. the the round of 32 now is number one Super Mario Galaxy two against number eight Undertale, number five Metal Gear Solid five The Phantom Pain against number four Starcraft two, number six Super Smash Bros Ultimate against number three Batman Arkham City, and number ten Mario Kart eight Deluxe against number two The Last of Us. Those are already more intriguing matchups. Yes. Uh, all right. Now we have the Sid Meier portion of the bracket. Uh, and we will be having Red Dead Redemption 2 against uh, the MLB number 16 11, yeah. seed MLB 11, the show. This is another buy, effectively. Pretty much, yeah. There's similar arguments there. It's a sports game. It's an annualized franchise versus uh, one of my favorite games of last generation. Definitely. There'll and be some. We'll ha- they're going to be some awesome discussions late in this bracket, though. I can already tell you. All right. <laughs> number eight, Celeste against number nine, Super Smash Brothers Wii U. This is a hard one for me, oddly enough, having okay. not even played Celeste, but seen a lot of gameplay. I'm like, this is a truly awesome platformer that I've heard tells a really compelling story. It does. Um, and Smash Wii U is probably my least favorite f- version of Smash. Okay. Um, it's hard because I love I love every iteration of Smash, but I don't know. Where's your head at? Celeste is winning this. Okay. I think pretty easily. Celeste okay. is... One of the most landmark indie games of the last generation, I think. Um, one of the best platformers I've ever played as someone who loves that genre. I might uh, have to play it. It's really, really good. And the difficulty spike is so awesome. Like, yeah. you feel so talented at that game by the end of it. And it's amazing. I I, I think Celeste wins easily sure. here. Uh, the soundtrack is also fucking awesome. Um, just a really, really good soundtrack. Okay. Uh, next up, we have... No offense to Smash Wii U, but... Uh, Ultimate is up there. I think it's the better Smash. Yeah, so. it is. Uh, we have number five, Minecraft, against number 12, Gears of War 3. I'm not a Gears guy. Nor am I. Uh, I don't love the third-person, you know, heavy field that those games have. Haven't played them a lot. 
not an interesting thing to me. Minecraft, an absolute phenomenon. Yeah. Minecraft has to win. Probably one of the most important games of the ever. 2000s. Yeah, or yeah, ever is, a, <laughs> is another way to phrase it. Uh, I don't think we need to spend too much time on this. Gears, I've played a little bit, and it is fun, but it's not my favorite type of shooter. And, uh, I mean, Minecraft is a... It, what else can you say about Minecraft? It's Minecraft. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Number four, Divinity Original Sin 2 versus 13, The Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds. Now, never played Divinity Original Sin 2. Okay. Never played Link Between Worlds, actually. We're in the same boat here. But I'm voting for A Link Between Worlds. Which would be an upset. I've seen the... I love the art style of A Link Between Worlds, just the presentation of it. Yeah. It's like... Very artistic, cartoony. I don't know. It's something I really like about it. Um, and honestly, I couldn't tell you too much about Divinity Original Sin 2. So. so I've seen very little Divinity gameplay. Um, it looks like a very PC game. Uh, meaning like PC isn't like Not politically computers. correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and doesn't look like it's much of my style. I will say everyone who I've mentioned that Link to the Past is my favorite Zelda game outside of Breath of the Wild. They say... You have to play Link Between Worlds. Yeah. It is sort of the spiritual successor. I also remember Andrew playing it in the dorm uh, way back when mm-hmm. and absolutely loving it. So for those two reasons, and again, the art style is really cool. The sort of like chalk version of yeah. Link that you have to solve puzzles with is dope. Um, it's one of the only reasons I wish I had like some way to stream a 3DS. So uh, with all that being said, I think Link Between Worlds pulls the upset. Here. Biggest upset so far. Yeah. 13 over a four. Okay, number six, Uncharted 4, A Thief's In versus number 11, Forza Horizon 3, Jay. Now, all due respect, like Forza Horizon, really fun. They are very fun. You know, the open world driving nature as a legacy fan of like the old Burnout games, this has a lot more of that arcadey feel to it. Yeah. So I appreciate those games greatly. However, Uncharted is one of my absolute favorite franchises in media, period. Like, I am absolutely an Uncharted diehard. And even though Uncharted 4 is, gosh, it's this is a tough conversation. I Yeah. 2, 3, and 4 are all pretty immaculate. You can make the argument that all of them are the best one. Uncharted one. 4 definitely has the best gameplay. Yes. And that's, I think, inarguable. Yeah. So it's um, arguably the best in the series, so I have to go Uncharted. As do I. I don't have too much to add. Uh, I also love Uncharted. It's a, it's a series that I came to a little bit late but ended up absolutely adoring. And Uncharted 4 is just one of the best made games I think I've ever played. Definitely. It's just made so well front to front to back. You can have your problems with it, but it is an immaculately made, an immaculately made game. Okay, number three, Portal 2 versus 14 Flower. Isn't fl- like Flower, don't you literally just blow this flower like around a field? Yes. Uh, flower is one of those games that I think sort of proved there was a place for your art house style mm. games. And I think for that, it is a, an important thing. Uh, I've played a little bit of it and it was boring yeah. and I love artsy shit. So and it's I, going up against portal two and portal two. <laughs> we sung the praises of last week. Um, one of the best puzzle games ever made. So I think portal two wins pretty easily here. There's no point in belaboring, mm. uh, belaboring that. All right. Now an interesting one, Jay. Uh number seven. This is interesting. God of War three versus number ten, Little Big Planet two. So this was pr- before God of War got good. Um yeah. I'm just kidding. Um <laughs> I really I just don't love the old school God of War play style, the super arcadey combo 
combat. I don't love it. Yeah. But there is a lot to be said about the epicness of a game like God of War 3, where sure. literally the opening is you are riding Gaia as she climbs <laughs> Mount Olympus and you fight <laughs> Poseidon. Yeah. Like, those games, the scale of those games is incredible. Yeah. And just the, I know God of War 3 is just packed to the gills with moments like that. Yeah. So I have a ton of respect for it. And I never played the Little Big Planet games, but you are maybe the biggest Little Big Planet <laughs> fan I've ever met. Yeah. So I want to see what you think about this matchup. As someone who's played through both, um, I feel pretty, pretty comfortable in saying this. Uh, God of War 3 is not my favorite God of War. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's probably God of War 2. And I think this was you sort mean of pre PS4 God of yeah, War. Yeah, yeah. Right? Sorry, not not. Yeah, I'm yeah. Thinking, I'm talking about the classic God of Wars. Um, yeah, God of War 2018 blows the we'll talk about doors it. off of everybody else. <laughs> um, but yes, of the classic God of Wars, uh, three was sort of the last good one before the reboot, and it's really good. I'm glad it's it's getting love here. Little Big Planet Two is one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, Little Big Planet is one of my favorite series of all time, but specifically two is where everything shines the most, I think. And a huge reason as to why I'm part of the PlayStation ecosystem at all is Little Big Planet because my friend, when I was a kid, had Little Big Planet one. And every time I would go stay at his house, we just played it. It made me want a PS3 so bad just so I could play it. Then Little Big Planet two came out. I got the collector's edition and it's the first collector's edition I ever got. I'm completely biased here and that's okay. But I think Little Big Planet two made more of a statement than God of War 3 did as an existing franchise. Yeah. Like Little Big Planet 2 was the game that really cemented that series and Sackboy is like a mascot for PlayStation for years to come. Yeah. And even though my personal preference would probably be God of War 3, I'm not going to die on that hill at all yeah. in this particular situation. So I'm fine with Little Big Planet. All right, Jay. I was looking at this one <laughs> and this is the one where I'm ready to piss the nerds off. We have the two seed Mass Effect 2. Versus the 15 seed, Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight wins this matchup. I agree. I I know that people are going to be pissed because people love Mass Effect. Um, this is a meme between us over the years yeah, and how much we dislike this, Mass this Effect. This has been a running joke that we, that just, it does not look appealing. People on stream ask me if I'm ever going to play it. And I've been like, maybe when the remasters come I out. Will, I will play the remasters and see if my opinion chance. changes. Yes. But, but until said time. I've seen streams of people playing Mass Effect. It just looks... Like the kind of game I would get bored of in like 10 hours. And Shovel Knight is a top 10 all-time game for me. Yeah. So I sorry for the people who love Mass Effect 2. Although, if you talk to people, each Mass Effect is someone's favorite, but also someone's least favorite. Mm-hmm. So it's a really confusing thing. Yeah, and I'm not like as high on Shovel Knight as you are. It's much more your kind of game than mine. Yeah. But in terms of paying homage to those classic, you know, 8-bit platformers, like it just yeah. does such a good job. It's... A damn fun game. Agreed. And the soundtrack is, again, yeah, it's incredible. Slaps. All right. In the Mabel Addis... Oh, actually, sorry. To recap there for the audio mm. listeners, uh, we have... In the next round, we will have number one, Red Dead Redemption 2 versus number eight, Celeste. Number five, Minecraft against number 13, The Legend of Zelda, Link Between Worlds. Number six, Uncharted 4, Thief's In versus number three, Portal 2. Ooh. Yeah. Number, and number 10, A Little Big Planet 2 versus number 15, Shovel Knight. Oh, no. That one's just That's you. very me. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, next up in the Mabel Addis portion of the bracket, we have The Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild versus Bastion. So... Another one where it was a de facto buy, no matter just about yeah. no matter who it went up against. I love Bastion, but it's not the best Supergiant game. It's actually probably my least favorite Supergiant game, even though all those games are awesome. 
Um, and Breath of the Wild is a game that has made me play through uh, four Zelda games now. Yeah. Uh, just because of how awesome it was. I my my line with Breath of the Wild as it moves on here. Uh, I don't describe anything as magical. I describe that game as magical. It is a triumph. Yeah, for sure. All right. Number. Uh, sorry, Bastion. R.I.P. Number eight, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt versus number nine, Journey. Jay just put his thinking cap on. This is... I don't know how I feel about this one, Tanner. I don't either. Because this is another... The Witcher 3 is another game that I'm more sour on than your average Joe. I think I am too, simply because I played through a lot of The Witcher 3 on stream. I beat it. Really? Yeah. I played probably 60, 70 hours on stream. So, I mean, I played a shit ton. I could have beaten it, but I was doing side stuff. Um... And I feel well-versed in that game enough to say the combat sucks. It does. It's not fun. I don't get why people like the combat of that game. Um, yes, the world's really cool. The que- Some of the quests are really cool. I'm really high on Gwent. I know people aren't, but I love Gwent. Um, I legitimately think Gwent is the best part of The Witcher 3, which I don't know what that says about the rest of the game. Um, and I find Geralt pretty uninteresting. I That's agree. Thing. He's not a great protag. Uh, I like the whole... Um, uh, oh, shoot. Yennefer and what is the other? Oh, Triss. Crap. Yes. Uh, I like that sort of dynamic. That's interesting. It, Journey is a legitimate contender here because I know this people. This is an 8-9 matchup in terms of scores. Right. So, so they're very that close. far off. Um, people go either way on Journey. I understand it. It is a very artsy game. But there is a point in Journey where a realization happens that is one of the coolest realizations in video games I've ever experienced. Uh-huh. If you know what it is, you do. Um, and I think for that, I'd never had a moment as high of a moment as I did in journey in Witcher three in my entirety of playing it. So my no, case here is for journey, but I, I could go either way. I'm not going to die on that hill. And you, you say that's you're right. And I know the moment that you're referring to in journey yeah. but to me, the ending of journey is just mm. like, it's not like a, it's kind of like a religious yeah, like, it's, sort it, of it is a spiritual game. experience. The end of that game. Yeah. But it's also The Witcher is still a genre of game that I adore. Like this massive, explorable open world with tons of side quests. Yeah. I don't know. I'm really this is a hard one, but I've talked too much trash over the years to not pick Journey. Okay, all right. A big upset there. Some people are gonna be very upset with us, but it made the combat more. The Witcher fun. was never gonna go terribly far. It was about to go up against Breath of the Wild. Yeah, whoever's it's just whoever's gonna lose to Breath of the Wild here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, at the five seed, funny enough, we have Persona Five versus number twelve Rayman Legends. So I'm take the lead on this one. Right. I'm curious. Okay. So uh, as someone who's played both, I've not finished Persona Five, but I've played. Trust me, I've played enough of that game to know what it is. Um, I played through the entirety of the first dungeon uh, and about half of the second dungeon. If you know what that game, if how that game's divided, that was probably 40, 50 hours. Definitely enough to know what it is. Um, I also am one of the few people who have a platinum on Rayman Legends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a really interesting one. This one's actually really hard for me because I think Persona 5 is so good. It made me enjoy JRPGs for a little while. And I don't really enjoy JRPGs. I was in, within an inch of starting it like a week ago because it's in the PlayStation Plus collection yeah. that launched with PS5. It is so good. Um, the style is awesome. The characters are awesome. It is so stylish. The music is great. The UI design on it specifically is gorgeous. Um, there is a cool bit of Pokemon-ness with like the sort of personas that you can get and combining them and all of that is really, really cool. 
Rayman Legends is a really good game, and I i mean, I got the Platinum on it. I have a love-hate relationship with it at, by the end because I had to grind the online so much for that trophy, but um, the mechanics are great. I would love another game in this style. That was almost one of my announcements from last, yeah. last time, but I think it's possible that they do another Rayman. Um, I will say, though, as, as much of a diehard for Rayman Legends as I am, I think Persona 5 is just a better game, um, and if you ask... The lay per- the average gamer, I guess, they're going to enjoy Persona yeah. 5 way more. I've seen the fervor around Persona 5. Yeah. Like, people absolutely adore that game. And as neither of these games are particularly in my sphere, I'm I'm fine with Persona 5 moving on. Yeah. I love you, Rayman Legends. That that uh, Black Betty level is awesome. And, uh, the really I, cool- I, I was trying to think. I knew there was a level that was set to music that I thought yeah. was really fun. Uh, it's a fun game, but Persona 5 is really good. All right. Uh, the 413 matchup in the Mabel Addis bracket. We have the Bioshock Infinite uh, or Bioshock Infinite at number four and Dark Souls 2 as a 13 Tanner, seed. This is the biggest travesty <laughs> in this whole bracket. Yeah, you were pissed about this. Dark Souls 2 has a higher Metacritic rating than both Sekiro and Dark Souls 1 and Dark Souls 3. Has higher it, than higher Sekiro than is ridiculous. And Dark Souls 1. Like, Yeah, I've, I've yet to play it. Dark but. Souls 1 is like so beloved. Um. And Dark Souls 2 is not a bad game. It's just the worst of those games. Do you think Dark Souls 2 got such a high rating because Dark Souls 1, in the time between 1 and 2, became such a thing that Possibly. people are like, oh, we have to take these Dark Souls games seriously, and we know what this is now, and now they can appreciate it? It's possible, but I just, I don't know how you could play those games back to back and think that Dark Souls 2 is better. Yeah. I really don't. I, I there are there's a certain group that really loves Dark Souls 2, but I think most people are uh, in the same boat as you. I also adore the fuck out of Bioshock Infinite. I do love Infinite. So uh, we're going to move that one on. Sorry, Dark Souls 2. Uh, FromSoft will get there. I was going to spite Dark Souls 2 just about no matter who it went up against. <laughs> FromSoft is going to get there due later. Uh, okay, the 6-11 matchup. This is an interesting one. It uh, is. The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword at 6 versus Shadow of the Colossus at 11. Now, this is a remaster, correct? This is this is the remake. Oh, right. The remake. Sorry, not the so remaster. So, the full-on remake counts. Yeah. Okay. We allowed that. Um, so, I, I'm intrigued by this one because I've not played Skyward Sword Me yet. Neither. Um, it'll be, I guess, the last one I play because it's the closest one to Breath of the Wild as I'm working through it chronologically. I will say Skyward Sword is the one I'm most scared of. The, yeah, because it's motion control exactly, and I know they're changing motion controls, which is awesome for the Switch version, because um, they have to. But I don't love the look of pseudo realistic Zeldas. That's why mm. I'm so apprehensive to play Twilight Princess and then Skyward Sword. Um, I know they have their own art styles, but definitely not as stylish as your Breath of the Wilds, your Wind Waker's. Mm. Um, and I think Shadow of the Colossus is one of those games that's always been on the back burner for me that me I'll play too. at some point. And I think the idea of it, it's a game that I've seen enough gameplay of that I think I'll be into it. Um, my f- personal vote here is Shadow of the Colossus. I know that may be a, a disrespect to some people, but... No, from what I've seen, the motion controls in Skyward Sword, I can see that game just being super clumsy yeah. in certain ways. I'm also voting for Shadow of the Colossus because, okay. I mean, it's one of those games, that, and this is not the original that people, you know... You, I'm not sure how people's opinions of the original versus the remake are. But it's still this effectively the same game that was such a like art explosion in terms of games thinking, you know, people thinking that games could be these art pieces. Yeah. All right. Next up. I love this matchup. This is all you, man. Uh, we have the three seed Red Dead Redemption 
versus the number 14 seed. Maybe one of the worst seeded games. Uh, probably should have had a higher rating than it does, but uh, number 14 seed, Far Cry 3. I love Far Cry 3. Far Cry 3 is a wonderful game. It is. It is trippy and like almost scary. Like you really get that kind of feel of, you know, you're on this island with these, you know, this tribe of people that are, it really truly feels like you're in danger pretty much constantly. Yeah. Um, the drug trips that you go on in that game are really yeah. interesting. That's one of my most memorable parts of uh, this game. It's definitely my favorite of any of the Far Cry games. That being said, especially if you combine it with Blood Dragon, which is true. awesome. But Red Dead was one of those games that absolutely just broke my brain how good it was when it first came out. Yeah. Um, a truly amazing game. I prefer the Red Dead series to Grand Theft Auto personally. That's This is how I like my rock star. I, I would agree with that. Um, and it's kind of a coin flip for me between one and Actually, two. Actually, I don't know. I may like Grand Theft Auto more, but they're both amazing. Sorry. I got to go with Red Dead, uh, especially like the impactfulness. And Red Dead 1 is one of those games that's made better by its successor. Yes. Both because Red Dead 2 is a prequel. Yeah. And just the characterization you get of John Marston in Red Dead 2 makes it so much more poignant the things that happen in Red and Dead Dutch. 1. And like some and of the, absolutely the surrounding the whole team, characters, yeah. Um Red Dead 1 is my pick for sure. I I couldn't agree with you more. Even though Far Cry 3 is great and would beat some other games here. Okay. This is the one where my pick will be obvious, your pick might not be. So we have uh, Uncharted 3, Drake's Deception at number 7, and as a 10 seed, we have Overwatch. Jay, I'm assuming you're siding with Uncharted Obviously. 3. Obviously. As much, I really dig Overwatch, but Uncharted 3 is, my, my heart tells me that Uncharted 3 is my favorite of the series, so. Uncharted 3 is also my favorite, mm-hmm. uh, or at least not having replayed Uncharted 4. Um, Overwatch is fantastic. I have Overwatch Funko Pops back there. Uh, it's a game that I spent a lot of my time in and spent a lot of time with friends in. Uh, I think it, I think I'm a little bit more sour on it now than I would have been a year ago, simply because I kind of just burn out on it. Um, and there's nothing bringing me back. I, I think the, the one detriment to Overwatch, the gameplay is so fun, but I think the one detriment is there's nothing really to play for. Mm-hmm. Like you're just playing for loot boxes, which is just random unlike an apex or, um, a rocket league where you can buy things in the store and sort of save up. I know that they do like the holiday skins that you can do and you can buy some of the skins, but I just think the loot box driving you forward, just burn out on me eventually. And, uh, as fun as overwatch is, I, I think uncharted three is one of the best PS three games ever. Um, so for that reason, I, I, I'm voting for it as well. Yeah. A question. Do we duplicate portal? 2? I believe we did. Okay. Let me see what I, what I messed up here. Uh, let me get the spreadsheet open. What did I miss? Maybe you're just cheating. Maybe you just love Portal just 2 gonna, this much. I'm just going to put Portal 2 in there four times <laughs> and see if you see it. Uh, let me come to the spreadsheet here. So we have Portal 2 is a two. Oh, no, it's not a two seat. That's why. Oh, this is Skyrim, I think, right? You're trying to screw me, Tanner. I'm sorry. No, no, no. This is a Super Mario Odyssey. My bad. I just misread the, oh. uh, the label. I don't know why I put. Oh, because I duplicated it over. That's why. Well, that's a uh, that's a pretty good one. Uh, I was wondering where Odyssey was. All right. <laughs> Sorry about that. So I fixed the the bracket there. So now we have as a two seed Super Mario Odyssey versus the fifteen seed Spelunky. Good, because now I have something to talk about here. I love Super <laughs> Mario Odyssey. Um, I do too. I've not played Spelunky. It's it's that's a genre that I'm starting to feel myself pulled towards trying mm. the sort of roguelite, you know, wait, platform. For, wait for Hades, man. Yeah, that's true. It's the best. But good. 
Super Mario Odyssey is so fun. I think I could honestly make the argument that it's my favorite Mario game. I think it's I not. Can, I can make the but argument. I can make the argument, but I choose not to. Um, it's 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 not just for nostalgia reasons, but God, I love Odyssey. Oh, I hate that matchup. I don't want to talk about it when we come Spel- back to this. Spelunky is uh, Spelunky's great, and it's a very vital. That was a weird word to use. Uh, a very, very fun Vita game early in owning a Vita. It was one of the first indie games that I bought on Vita, and I enjoyed it a lot. But uh, yeah, Super Mario Odyssey is dope. All right. So in the Mabel Addis bracket, we have as the one seed Legends Legend Zelda Breath of the Wild versus number nine seed Journey, the five seed Persona Five versus the four seed Bioshock Infinite, the eleven seed Shadow of the Colossus versus the three seed Red Dead Redemption, and the seven seed Uncharted Three Drake's Deception versus the two seed Super Mario Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Jay is shaking his head in future disgust. All right, in the last quarter of our bracket here, the Jerry Lawson quarter of the bracket, we have. Obviously, the hardest 116 matchup. This sucks, uh, man. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto 5 versus Hollow Knight. This sucks. It does. Because we have to pick GTA 5. I think we do. And it's terrible because it's, yeah. you and I both love Hollow Knight. One of my best surprises with you with games ever when you were like, dude, Hollow Knight's great. And I was like, yes. <laughs> he, he, he got because into it. Because it is a Souls game. Mm-hmm. Pretty effectively, it is a Souls game. It is, game. for sure. Uh, translated into a really wonderful gothic bug-themed metroidvania style <laughs> the fact that all that works is incredible yeah it's so cool yeah it uh, is it's a beautiful game incredible soundtrack we sung the praises of it earlier but gta 5 is a genre defining it? yeah like generation defining pretty much everything defining video game yeah i'm sure we'll we'll make the argument for it a little bit later uh because i just saw what the eight nine matchup is and it's going to be a hard one uh well this one's not no but the one eight <laughs> will be uh our eight seed bloodborne versus our nine seed xenoblade so this bloodborne. was a buy round for bloodborne yeah uh, definitely xenoblade. bloodborne horribly overseeded or under Unders- depending on how you yeah look under, at the underrated we'll it, say definitely um one of I, my my second favorite game of all time i cannot believe bloodborne's an eight uh, that GTA matchup is going to be brutal, but yeah, Xenoblade is not a franchise either of us care about. And to me, it is a meme, uh, because I, anytime there's a Nintendo direct and I don't know what the game is, and it looks vaguely Japanese. I'm like, Oh, it's Xenoblade. And half, <laughs> half the time I'm right. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't even know what Xenoblade is. Uh, I just know it's Japanese and anime. All right. Our five twelve matchup, Jay, we have mass effect three as the five seed versus Fez. Is, I don't know how I feel about this one. Uh, I've played Fez. I've also um, played Fez. It's, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember thinking that it was it was one of my first you know forays into like a really artsy little platformer. I'm pretty sure I played it on Vita. As did um, I. It was a plus game there. I so think. I have a bit of respect for Fez, and I don't have a bit of respect for Mass Effect Three. But <laughs> I think we have to give it to Mass Effect I'm, Three. Let's appease them a yeah, little bit, even though that's a lot of people's least favorite. Um, sorry, Fez. Also, the the guy who made Fez is a dick. So, uh, well documented. Okay, so our next matchup is Super Mario 3D World as the four seed versus Resident Evil 2 as the 13 seed. This is the remake, remake. that just came out a couple years ago. Jay, what are you feeling? Mario, th- the 3D World and 3D Land are sort of the, to me, the black sheep of <laughs> the Mario series. Like, it is 3D Mario, but it's also not. Like, you're much yeah. more restricted in those games than you are. They do a lot of creative things with it. Um, I have not played Resident Evil. I haven't played any of the Resident Evil games. I'm Nor not a horror I. game guy Nor for the I. most part. Um, so, my nod is going to still go to Mario 3D World, 
but I'm not, my convictions are not with it like they were with Odyssey. So I kind of think it's Resident Evil 2 for me. Okay. Uh, 3D World looks fucking awesome. I want to play the Switch version with Bowser's Fury. Bowser's Fury. I've, I know that Donkey said that Bowser's Fury is already his game of the year. Yeah. Because it's like a small slice of Odyssey, basically. Um, and I've seen gameplay of 3D World. It looks really fun. Like you said, it is, it's sort of like the old school Mario pacing, but in a 3D landscape, yeah. um, with, you know, isolated levels and getting coins and things like that. Uh, but Resident Evil 2 is like pretty, a pretty landmark horror game. Yeah. Um, I know that people are just so diehard about that game. And I don't know that there are a lot of 3D World diehards in the way there are a lot of Resident Evil 2 diehards. And for that reason, I think my vote's Resident Evil 2, but I don't really care either way, to be honest. So, is one of us going to concede to the other? Or is one of us willing to break out a trump card? I almost want to just save my trump cards for later. Me too, but... I feel like I'm willing to concede on this one because okay. I'm willing to put my Mario eggs all in the Odyssey basket. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So, so we'll, we'll do Resident Evil 2. Um, I want to play 3D World and I probably would enjoy that game more than Resident Evil 2. But I think for history's sake, uh, it's going to be more of a thing. So the MLB <laughs> was. Oh, yeah. There is another show. Yeah. Uh, so we have the six seed Rock Band 3. Versus the 11 seed MLB 10, the show. But as what will probably be the only representation of a music game. Yeah. I got to go Rock Band 3. As do I. It was the last great music game, I think. Um, or at least one of the last great ones. And a game I have a lot of fond memories of. Uh, singing in our buddy Hank's attic. So, um, and playing drums. So that's our pick. Sorry, the show. We've already kind of said that annualized franchises are going to get the boot. And that Speaking story is going to continue because our three fourteen matchup is God of War. This is the 2018 version. Uh, it is 2018, right? That was the year? Or was it 2018? Yes, it was 2018. Okay. Uh, versus NBA 2K12, the 14 seed. This is just a picture Kratos beating up an enemy. LeBron. And like breaking him in half. And that's what <laughs> this matchup is pretty much. Yeah. As much as I love NBA 2K games, uh, 2K12, not my favorite one. Uh, God of War, just an absolute... Like achievement, stunning, yeah, fun, technically moving. incredible. It's phenomenal, gorgeous to look at. All right, I'm sure we'll make that argument more later. Uh, our seven ten matchup. I'm I'm glad that we didn't think this was going to be a short topic because we're <laughs> we're almost done with the first round yeah, and we're and an they'll hour get progressively in. faster, but also progressively harder. Exactly. Uh, for uh, Forza Horizon Four is our seven seed versus Bayonetta Two, our ten seed. Jay. This is where I want to give. Personally, I want to give Forza Horizon a little bit of love here. Okay. Um, as a racing game that I really respect, and again, having I'm not a fan of the fast-paced arcadey combat of the likes of Bayonetta, even though I know people, you know, all you do you. I'll yeah, do yeah, me. yeah. I like Forza. I also like Forza just as a representative of racing games, and uh, the Horizon games are far more fun than the uh, other Forza games, the motorsport games. And uh, yeah, Bayonetta 2 looks cool, but not our type of game. Definitely. All right, the last matchup in the Jerry Lawson bracket, we have the two-seed Elder Scrolls V Skyrim versus the 15-seed Trials no, Evolution. No Shovel Knight happened in here. No, as Skyrim. Trials is fun, but uh, Skyrim is pretty fucking great. So <laughs> that is the last winner there. All right, so we have uh, in the Jerry Lawson bracket our one-seed GTA V versus our eight-seed Bloodborne. Oh, no. Uh, we have Mass Effect Three as our five-seed versus Resident Evil 2, the 13-seed. 
We have Rock Band 3, the 6th seed against God of War, the 3 seed. Yikes. And Forza Horizon 4, the 7 seed against Elder Scrolls 5 Skyrim, the 2 seed. All right. The round of 32 is upon So we are going to get a little bit tighter and a little bit harder here. Sex. Uh, we have, going back to the Miyamoto bracket, we have Super Mario Galaxy 2 versus Undertale. So, Galaxy 2, I still think, is a pretty clear-cut winner here. Do you have a case you're willing to make for Undertale? I'll make the case. Okay. Uh, simply because I think people sort of lump Galaxy 1 and 2 together mm. as like a full game. I know that they're different games. I know they're both great, apparently. Um, but Undertale, as we as we mentioned before, is a phenomenon. It is one of the rare franchises to sort of make make something that's completely new into the mainstream from a very small beginning, a la a Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Um, the music is incredible. I know the music's great. It is Galaxy really 2. cool. That's one of the things that I do really dig about Undertale, having um, played it, is the music. I, I personally don't know that I buy the case. I think Galaxy 2 is probably the better game. I was going to say, I asked you to play Devil's Advocate, but are you going to be the devil? No. Okay. Uh, I, I think that Undertale <laughs> deserves a lot of love and in another matchup might win, but uh, I think Galaxy 2 advances here. All right. The 5-4 matchup in the Miyamoto bracket, we have Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain versus StarCraft Two: Wings of Liberty. I really care little about the outcome of this one. And As I'm do I. I'm debating about how much I just want to appease people. Because mm. um, certainly I would prefer to play the likes of Metal Gear Solid Five. Let's just pick it. Okay. I think StarCraft Two has gotten its due. People might be pissed, but Metal Gear Solid, it, it appeals way more to you and I, and this is our bracket, so fuck it. Yeah. Uh, you can make your own bracket with also, our bracket. Yeah. You can yeah. fill out our bracket. Yeah, use our bracket. Also, uh, just the gameplay of, of like, the moment-to-moment gameplay of it's, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, it's still awesome. Really, oh, I forgot my favorite part about it. What's that? The music you can find around in the world. Oh, yeah, you can pick up, like, tracks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. dude, that's the best part about it. I forgot about that, too. She blinded me with science. <laughs> uh, all right. Oh, now a pretty no. hard matchup, oh, Jay. No. We've, we've got an interesting one finally. I don't like it. Uh, the six seed Super Smash Bros. Ultimate versus the three seed Batman Arkham City. So this is where I'm going to first, you know, say that I'm trying to approach this not purely with nepotism and try to think a little more objectively. <laughs> one of these kids, one of these is your kid. <sighs> oh, it's so hard because... As much as I love Ultimate, it still isn't. It's not Melee. Right. So I don't have the nostalgia directed towards Ultimate completely, even though it is the best, for all intents and purposes, Smash game, at least for like party settings. The single player, that's a different story. Sure. And I'm sure like the fighting game purists may disagree. Right. But the average person picking it up. Arkham City, my favorite of the Arkham series for sure. Um, I would agree. Oh, man, this is hard. Where's I'm, your head at? I'm going to say this. I think simply because Smash has had better entries before and Arkham has not. And arguably video superhero video games in general have not. And had not before that. Like that Correct. was the This defined superhero games for years to come and probably will. I mean, I don't think we get Spider-Man playing the way it does without Arkham. Um, now, here's what's weird to me, though. As much as I love Arkham City, I was sort of soured on the entire arkham series because of night because of partially because of night and like i don't know it is a little different where like spider-man you have such incredible freedom to literally just go anywhere arkham city is it is open world but like 
half the map you can't even touch the ground. Sure. Like it's almost like you're going into dungeons constantly. Like you go into like the yeah. like atrium aquarium place. And like you're going from like location to location, less right. than you're just exploring. But at the time, and the story is really great. Yeah, I'll go Arkham City. As will I. Sorry, Smash Ultimate. You're great. Love you. But uh, Arkham City reigns supreme there. Okay. Now we have a 2-10 matchup of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, the 10 seed, versus The Last of Us, the 2 seed. So this is easy for us. <laughs> yes. But, I mean, I'm trying to think if there's... I mean, the case to be made for Mario Kart is just... So many people play Mario Kart. Yeah. And it's so fun. But it is not. It's not a it genre is not profound. Yeah. It's not one of the greatest stories in video games. No. It's it's just another Mario Kart if we want to look at it super like cynically. So I I think The Last of Us yeah, wins here. Yeah, me too. And I'm sure we're going to be saying that. But you know what? We got to we gotta talk it through. Uh, all right. So in the Miyamoto bracket. We now have the one seed Super Mario Galaxy 2 versus the five seed Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain. Uh, Batman Arkham City, the three seed against The Last of Us, the two seed. That is it. That is your sweet 16 matchup in the Miyamoto bracket. Now, moving on to the Sid Meier bracket. We have Red Dead Redemption 2 against Celeste. Oh, no. Don't say that. I mean, Celeste is great, dude. I just, I hate that it's dying this early because yeah. Red Dead 2 is winning. There That's all go. I'm saying. Um, Celeste is fucking awesome. I will sing the praise of that game. It's probably underseated here. But uh, like, consider that this is 68 games over the course of 10 years. Yeah. To even make the cut is incredible. I know this because I did the 100 games of the decade of like my favorite lists uh, a while back on YouTube when 2020 first happened. And. Even like I was so shocked at the games that didn't even make a hundred. Mm-hmm. I, like I had to cut like sixty games, and it was crazy. Um, so kudos to Celeste for beating out Smash Bros. Wii U. Red Dead Two is a an actual like absolute phenomenon. I think it's better than Red Dead One. Um, I wouldn't begrudge anyone for thinking that. And uh, it's gonna move on here. Okay, the five seed Minecraft versus the thirteen seed A Link Between Worlds. Minecraft, Minecraft. has to win. Yeah, as as cool as Link Between Worlds looks. It's hard to make the argument against Minecraft in, or in that regard. That's going to be a duel, let me tell you. <laughs> it is. Uh, all right. Jay, this is this is a rough one. This, I knew this was coming. The six seed Uncharted 4 versus the three seed Portal 2. And this, I assume this is the first one where we're both kind of dug in. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. I Maybe, uh, you know I'm dug in. Yeah, you're going to say Uncharted 4 here. I just... Gosh, I think Portal 2 is just so it's such a it's such a it's such a perfect game for what it was trying to be. Mm-hmm. And you could say that for Uncharted 4, but like some of the story beats aren't aren't that great. Um the whole like brother edition is it depending on who yeah. you who you are, you either liked it or didn't. And I can say that I didn't like it and but that's a small blemish on an otherwise nearly perfect game. I think Portal 2 is a perfect game for mm. what it was trying to do. Mm. I really do. I, it's hard to argue against. Okay. So, now i got to think about this logically. If, if Uncharted wins, I'm going to be fighting for Uncharted next round as well. Yeah. For sure. But if Portal wins, you're going to be in just a weird conundrum between <laughs> these next few games. I mean, this is a... Really like you are going to be killing of one of your for children yeah. for sure. I mean, I am already kind of. So it's more like, do you want to be, to be me versus you in the next round, or you versus you in the next <laughs> round? Because <laughs> I'm 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 with Uncharted. 
Dude, it's so hard because I love Uncharted 4. And if I'm just if I'm just playing favorites, I may like Uncharted 4 more than Portal 2, but I just think Portal 2 is such a phenomenally made game. But here oh but now I'm thinking about something else. Okay. I don't think oh I'm not gonna spoil what my thoughts are gonna be for the remainder of the bracket. Okay. But I will say I will I'm picking Uncharted 4, but I'm not gonna use one of my trumps. Oh, so it's open if I want to do it. Yes. And we're getting fairly late in the game. So Yeah, we are. Uh, Do you foresee any possibility that Portal makes it to the final four? I think the argument's better for Portal than it is Uncharted. I really do. Simply to what it's going to be up against. Yeah. All right, I'm using it. I'm using the trump card. Okay. One of my trump cards has been used. I miss you, Uncharted. Sorry, Uncharted 4. You're great. I love you. I'll fight for your... Older brother, that Uncharted was, 3 on the other side. <laughs> that was a very hard decision, but I, yeah, it, with Uncharted 3 looming, I think there's a little bit more of an argument there. All right, this one sucks for me. Uh, <laughs> we have number 10, Little Big Planet 2 versus number 15, Shovel Knight. Yeah. Oh, this hurts so much. Um, okay. I'll just go ahead and tell you if it makes the decision at all easier for you yeah. that I'm going Shovel Knight. Okay, I assumed you would. Um, look, Little Big Planet 2 is. Is such a seminal. This really does feel like killing one of my children. Uh, it's such a seminal game to me in just the way I began reading about games. This is one of the first games I ever looked up like IGN guides mm-hmm. for, um, and that would become such a huge part of my life. This is probably one of the first reasons I listened to like Podcast Beyond, um, which would introduce me to Greg Miller, which probably leads us to here in yeah. some roundabout way. Um, Shovel Knight is so damn good, and. I ultimately think probably the more if you give it to if you give both of these games to your average gamer, I think Shovel Knight's going to make more of an impact than Little Big Planet Two. As much as I love Little Big Planet Two, um, this is really really hard. But I think I'm trying to think of it objectively. Yeah, that's and, what I was going to say. Like I haven't played Little Big Planet Two, but would you say that Shovel Knight Shovel Knight you could argue is like a perfect game? Yeah, just about. Yeah, can you make that argument for Little Big Planet Two? <laughs> Maybe, um, but I really, yeah, I mean, like I, I, the only really downside I've heard of people complaining about Little Big Planet 2 is the floatiness of the platforming. Mm. And if you, if you're okay with that, then it's, it's made about as immaculately. I mean, this is probably the reason Media Molecule is still a thing sure. is the Little Big Planet franchise. Oh yeah, of course. Um, And so, but Shovel Knight is such a special game to me. I, I got to go Shovel Knight yeah. here, which is weird because I love them both so much, but. Think of it less as killing one of your children and only giving one of your children like a promotion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so in the Sid Meier bracket, whew, we have the one seed Red Dead 2 against the five seed Minecraft and the three seed Portal 2 against the 15 seed making a run here. Cinderella. Shovel Knight. All right. Going over to the Mabel Addis bracket again. We have Breath of the Wild, the one seed against Journey, the nine seed. Journey, you <laughs> you had your fun slaying the Witcher. Well. <laughs> but... Yeah, there's there's not even too much of an argument to make here. I think Breath of the Wild is one of the most agreed upon great games ever. Um, unless you're just like a Zelda diehard and you don't like the style. But uh, okay, number five, Persona Five against number four, Bioshock Infinite. So I'm gonna first of all, I'm just gonna give you my cons for Bioshock Infinite now. Okay. The level structure of Infinite is not as good as prior entries in the series. It is more shootery. It is less scary. 
all these things I'm saying are like are cons. Like you could argue, say, oh, it's less scary. That's a good thing. Like, no, I love the creep me atmosphere of Rapture in Bioshock yeah. One and Two. Um, that being said, the ugh, that first moment, it's one of my favorite moments in any game ever. When you get to Columbia and it's you're lowered down into that church, and uh, will the circle be unbroken? Is playing. Yeah, I get chills just thinking about it. Um, I'm going Bioshock Infinite. As am I. Uh, Persona 5 is great, and we sung the praises of it earlier, but Bioshock Infinite, not a game we've talked about too much because we just dunked on Dark Souls 2. Yeah. Uh, while not the best Bioshock, maybe my favorite. Um, it, I hold a very dear part in me because of this. I definitely have the most conflicting feelings about it. Like, mm. there's like such cool, like the dichotomy between the bright setting with like the weirdness of how like these hyper religious people are kind of they're freaky to be around. Like it's very, it's such a cool game for sure. Uh, And it was my first Bioshock game and the first game I'd ever played like it. Uh, I remember very vividly being staying up in my, in my bedroom. I had a computer in my bedroom at this time and staying up all night and finishing it and just sitting there with my (laughs) mouth wide open. Like what the fuck did I just witness? Um, Yeah. Bioshock infinite for me. And uh, I don't I don't know. Well, I'm not going to preview too much, but yeah. uh, great game. And I love that game a lot. Uh, OK, we have Red Dead Redemption, the first one, the three seed against the 11 seed Shadow of the Colossus. Red Dead. Definitely. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on. Uh, <laughs> I don't think there's too much of an argument. Like I said, there. Red Dead's one of those games. that's just it's going to be hard for anything to top Red Dead. But I'm yeah. sure that, you know, there are certain things that could. All right, Jay. I had my killing the children moment. We have Uncharted. One of these is still your children. Well, I don't know. Both no, of them kind of. I'm saying for you. I know. Uh, I know. We have Uncharted 3 as the 7 seed versus Super Mario Odyssey 2 or Super Mario Odyssey as the 2 seed. Sorry. Look. <laughs> oh, no. I hate to say that this is not that hard for me. Oh. And that I'm going Uncharted 3. Whoa. Only because, oh, man. as much as I love Mario Odyssey, it doesn't feel as bad killing it because Super Mario 64 is still my favorite Mario game. And this is definitely, like, the closest approximation to Super Mario 64 that we've had yeah. since. But the set pieces in Uncharted 3, the boat. The boat's so the, good. The airplane in the desert, like the shipyard and that guitar riff that hits when you wake up in the shipyard. Like, Oh my goodness. Uncharted three is as a huge Indiana Jones fan and the evocative nature of like feeling like you're going on an adventure. No game maybe has got me in the feels like that more than Mm. Uncharted three. And you got the throwback stuff, the flashback stuff, young Drake, young Sully. The only, here's my con with it. Yeah, I do. I the ending of Uncharted three, the final conflict is basically just a quick time event. Yeah. And that sucks. I mean, Uncharted four is kind of the same way, yeah, but no, it's a lot more of a fight. Is it? It's I don't the remember sword well. fight. Like, oh, that's right. Uh, I think Uncharted four probably has the best like final boss. Quote nah, unquote. man. Uncharted two. I love dude. Lazarevich. Lazarevich's fight's awesome. It's cool. I, I really like that. Fight. Lazarevich definitely felt like the biggest. Ba- and obviously he's like up this big Russian military. He's such a classic, like action movie villain. Yeah. Um, whereas Rafe in uncharted four is much more like cerebral and he's like your friend. He betrays you, blah, blah, blah. Um, but that's my only con to uncharted three really is the, that QTE, but I am 
so conflicted. Yeah. The more I think about it, the harder it is because I think Super Mario Odyssey is the reason I bought a Switch. Mm-hmm. And Me too. I felt very justified in that mm-hmm. in that reason because it's so fucking awesome. I have a running thing now where every Thanksgiving and Christmas I take my Switch home and just chip away at getting all the moons. Um and it's it's become a really cool yearly tradition for me. But Uncharted 3 is one of the is what is my favorite game and one of my favorite series. But also you could say the same thing for Odyssey. Um I don't think it's, the, I love I don't think it's my, my favorite, but my nephews both have Switches now and they both love Odyssey like seeing them run around and like you know my oldest nephew has gotten moons that i hadn't gotten like in my save and like seeing him uncover stuff is like really cool like it's a beloved game for me it's like but uncharted holds a a truly special place in my heart for sure both of them do for me this is so freaking hard i think just if i'm looking at it objectively i think i go odyssey here just because it is so purely fun yeah Here's what I, you, I will give you. the. You can do that. I was going to say I give you permission to do that, but you can do whatever you want. But <laughs> I will use my trump card okay. if you do that. I thought you might. I'm not willing to use my trump card for Odyssey. I don't think I, I'm such a I'm in such a split boat in it anyway that not to make a boat pun because it's Uncharted 3. But um, all right. People might be upset about that. But uh, you know what? It's our bracket. That next one's going to be killing one of my children. For sure. All right. We have, uh, sorry, in the Mabel Addis bracket now, our Sweet 16 matchups are oh. Breath of the Wild versus Bioshock Infinite. It only gets rougher, man. Dude, this. And Red Dead uh, Redemption, the first one versus Uncharted 3. Yeah. Okay. In the Jerry Lawson bracket now, we have the 1-8 matchup of GTA 5 and Bloodborne. Jay? Dude. <laughs> Screw capitalism. <laughs> Bloodborne wins. Yeah, I think it does. I, I people are again, people are gonna be upset, but I think GTA Five is almost just as fun as you make it. Sure, like it, it is a true sandbox. It's in that the regard. ultimate playground, probably yes. that's ever been released. Yes, and it's still got such a life, and I I, I appreciate that. But so does Bloodborne, and, and I think Bloodborne has much more like creative soul than Grand sure. Theft Auto. Like, oh yeah, without a doubt. Like Grand Theft Auto, they're like we're gonna put everything in the kitchen sink in this game. Yeah. Bloodborne is just so singularly focused on the aura and the, the way it tries to make you feel the atmosphere. And it's just unparalleled in that regard. It's not like, do you think, would you call Bloodborne a horror game? Uh, kind of, kind of. And I love that. Like, yeah. I love games that aren't explicitly horror. horror games, but that give you that sense of dread. Yes. Ugh. Yeah. I I'm, could gush about Bloodborne all day. Me too. And I mean, Bloodborne made me literally play the Souls games, a thing that I didn't think I would ever do. Um, so for the same reason that I said Breath of the Wild earlier, Bloodborne here. Sorry, GTA 5. Okay. It's hard to imagine, though. Well, we'll get there, I guess. But yeah, if yeah. it had been against a different one seed. Uh, okay. Yeah, so that's true. 513 matchup in the matchup that we don't care about and are, and are going to sacrifice to Bloodborne. Uh, we have Mass Effect 3 and Resident Evil 2. RE2? Sure. Mass Effect is not our thing. Um, it would have gotten absolutely annihilated by Bloodborne. W- weird matchup. 813 in the yeah. uh, Sweet 16 there. All right. 
Oh no, I'm see. Oh no, Jay. Oh no. Uh, sorry. You're talking about me killing more of my kids, no, or yeah, just moving forward. It's just going to get really hard. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this <laughs> the three six matchup is uh Rock Band three is the six seed versus God of War as the three seed. God this is God of, of War, War very easily. Sorry, uh, sorry, Rock Band Maps is a great song. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a drum pattern I remember a lot from Rock Band one. Okay, and then last up, the last of our round of 32 matchups, we have Forza Horizon 4 as the 7 seed versus Elder Scrolls 5 Skyrim as the 2 seed. Skyrim, baby. Skyrim all the way. Oh, oh no. That's, that, I'm going to... Uh, I really don't know. Uh, we'll talk through it when we get there. <laughs> yeah, okay. So the thing that uh, Jay is freaking out about in the Jerry Lawson bracket, we have the Bloodborne Resident Evil 2 matchup and also the God of War Elder Scrolls Skyrim those matchup. four... Out of those four games, three of them are maybe three of my top five games of all time. <laughs> I, there's, there's an argument to be made. You're there. in a rough spot, bud. All right. It's going to get rough from here on out. So, uh, by the way, to update everyone, uh, we've both used one of our three trump cards. We still have two rounds left before those are gone completely. In our Sweet 16 matchup, we have Super Mario Galaxy 2 versus Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain. Pretty easily Mario Galaxy here, right? Yeah, definitely. All right. A game I did not expect to make it this far, to be honest. But, really? Uh, yeah, just because, I don't know, I feel like of the one seeds, it was the most at risk, but... Well, I don't think it's going much farther. All right, so the 2-3 matchup here, traditional scratch bracket, we have Batman Arkham City versus The Last of Us. See, this is like killing one of your kids, except one of your kids you actually don't really like that much. <laughs> um, this is like, your older brother is clearly better than you. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like... <laughs> He's both athletic and academically still, way better. You still love your younger kids. Yeah, but, but he's kind of a derpy little yeah. guy. Yeah. So. All right. Last of Us is winning. Yeah. Arkham City is the derpy one, which is a fun sentence. All right. So the uh, the Elite Eight ma- matchup in the Miyamoto bracket, Super Mario Galaxy 2 versus The Last of Us. No surprise The Last of Us made it that far, but we had to talk it through. Oh, baby. This is an interesting one. We have the one seed Red Dead Redemption 2 versus the five seed Minecraft. And in this the is where bracket. we have to put our critical caps on. Okay. For sure. All right. Like you have to bring the entire Minecraft package into this conversation. Sure. Yeah. Because Red Dead is just beyond phenomenal in terms of the world they created, the characterization of Arthur Morgan. Like it's just breathtaking. Yeah. But Minecraft you you ask a layman on the street yeah have you heard of red dead redemption 2 they'll probably say no yeah have you heard of minecraft yes yes my grandson plays it like it's unbelievable the reach of minecraft that's true i will argue that we are we are debating best game not most popular and in that way minecraft is almost hard to explain how much of a phenomenon like you cannot over you cannot overstate Mm-mm. how important minecraft is but i will say i think red dead 2 in a similar way to like if you were to put parasite the movie mm-hmm. against the lion king mm. It's like, okay, yeah, everybody's seen The Lion King. Most people like The Lion King. Everybody has connections to The Lion King. But I think Parasite is objectively a better movie and is more important to film. I think that's what Red Dead 2 is to Minecraft, personally. 
I'm trying to think if I have any legitimate critiques of Red Dead 2. What am I? The combat, I guess some people aren't. Yeah, like, on. I, Rockstar gunplay is not like its strongest aspect. And I sure. think you can make the argument that that game's, the story is a little long. Oh, yeah, you could totally make that so, argument. Like, but. but in a game of that scope, there is there are moments when the story dips. I don't love the uh, section of the story where you're assisting the Native American tribe. Oh, yeah. That's where it kind of I forgot dips. about that part of it. That's the thing. There's probably a lot of Red Dead that you've kind of glazed over in your sure, head yeah. and you only remember the high highs. The good parts, yeah. Because there are definitely story beats in that game that are, okay, like, all right, let's just get through this. Yeah. God, this is hard. I really don't. I'm really torn. I could. Minecraft, you can make the argument for very easily. And it's a game that you and I both have spent a lot of time in. Um, like, I platinum that game. I. I really like Minecraft a lot, but I just think if I'm looking objectively at the greatness of games, mm. I don't. I mean, you could totally make the argument for Minecraft. I think I found what my decision, like my okay. point here that I'm going to, my vector that I'm going to shift one way or the other. Right. I think Minecraft I love and have played a ton of, but I've never gone in too deep with a lot of the minutia and like the weirder things that you can do. Sure. Because I've always found that stuff to be a little too complex for what the, I'm trying to get out of the game. Right. So like, and I think most people who play Minecraft are not diving in at, obviously a lot of it's younger kids. Yeah. They're not diving in deep and like trying to kill the nether dragon and like do all this crazy mm, stuff. Some maybe, of them are. Maybe, but yeah, yeah, but no, I know what you mean. Like crafting all these weird potions and like doing all this. Like I just wanted to go in there and just, Play it as a pretty basic survival game. Yeah. That's what I found fun about it. Yeah, same. And, here. like, play it with a friend and, like, build over time, like, our cool house. Yeah, exactly. survive. Yeah. Um, so, because there are a lot of aspects of that game that I'm, like, I sort of say, like, no thanks to, I'll, I'm going to go Red Dead. Okay. Yeah. Red Dead 2 wins. Minecraft, we hardly knew ye. No. Uh, not much you can say about Minecraft. Okay. All right, Tanner. We have the three seed Portal 2 against the 15 seed Shovel Knight. Uh, it's Portal 2. That's, I, I'm going to put my enjoyment of Shovel Knight and not having played Portal 2 aside here to say Portal 2 has to win. Yeah, Portal 2 is just, again, every every argument I made for it against Uncharted 4 stands here. Uh, it, it's just an immaculate game and, and not there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with Shovel Knight either. But uh, yeah, Portal 2 wins. Okay, so in the Sid Meier bracket, our... Uh, Elite Eight matchup is Red Dead 2 versus Portal 2. It's two pretty, sequels. It's pretty dirty. Yeah. Uh, in the Mabel Addis bracket now, we have Breath of the Wild against Bioshock Infinite. Well, I don't like this one. <laughs> Listen, I I love Bioshock Infinite so much. That story over time has even gotten cooler to me. There are aspects of that story like the Lutest Twins that I think are some of the mm. coolest just little moments, story moments in any game I've ever played. The world, as you said, is awesome. The soundtrack is great. Um, sort of the alternate reality takes on some things are really fucking cool. Uh, Breath of the Wild is one of the best games I've ever played. And so I, for me, it's Breath of the Wild. I, I'm going to agree with you. But I also want to ask this hypothetical question. Okay. Could any of the Bioshock games have unseated Breath of the Wild here? Because if this were Bioshock 1, I would, see, I would say Bioshock 1 with a bullet, personally. For me, mm, probably not. Wow. Um, which, I mean, I love the Bioshock series. I've played all of them. I think Bioshock 1 is, 
I, we've talked about it. Like the only flaw to me is the ending. Everything else is perfect in that game. I just don't know that Breath of the Wild has a flaw, <laughs> personally to me. It's my favorite Zelda games, and I and I think multiple of those games are tens. So I don't I don't know how else you. Yeah, can. I don't know. Like Breath of the Wild, it's such a unique game. Like you could say that it's you know there are no flaws, but I think you could also argue like there's 200 of these shrines, and it's like a little over bloated in sure. certain ways. And like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I just love it a lot. And I, it, I love I Bioshock Infinite and Bioshock 2. Yeah, but I got my nephew well. Breath of the Wild this past Christmas because I thought it was the perfect game for him at a, you know his budding age of playing games yeah. to be like, all right, you're ready for this kind of game now. Yeah. Where I'm, you just, it's the moment. Okay. The Fallout 3. Yes. You emerge from the vault. Yes. And it's that realization that you can do whatever you want. Yeah. I can only imagine being a kid and this being one of like my formative oh my games yeah. and emerging from that cave and realizing that I can go anywhere. Yeah. Like that sense of exploration is a phenomenal thing when it comes up in any game. Yes. And Breath of the Wild does it about as well as any game ever has. Yes. So I'll ride Breath of the Wild here. Sorry, Bioshock Infinite. You're great. <laughs> I mean, Breath of the Wild versus Bioshock 1 would be a, an in-depth argument. I don't want to say that. And Infinite's probably my favorite Bioshock. So. Andrew, don't do this to me. I'm sorry, Jay. It's part of the bracket. We have Red Dead 1 as the three seed versus Uncharted 3 as the seven seed. You want me to share my thoughts first? Yeah. All right. Red Dead 1 is amazing. It is a very formative game for both of us, I think. Uh, one of the first, not one of the first, but one of the one of the more serious games that I played at a younger age and really sort of understood that. Um, I think... Red Dead 2 is better than Red Dead 1, and since Red Dead 2 is still alive, and I think Uncharted is the best Uncharted, that's my argument for Uncharted 3 here. When you say Red Dead 2 is better, is it a marginal difference, or... Like, for me, it's pretty clear-cut, yeah. but I, I I, don't have a lot of nostalgia for whatever reason for Red Dead 1. It was, It's more just an overall appreciation of how good that game is, but I adored Red Dead 2. And maybe the added element of streaming it, I don't mm. know if there's something there, but... Every moment of that game, I just I just love to pieces. And if I were going to go back and play one, I'd definitely play two over one. Maybe so this is uh, this is not good. I don't know because <laughs> you know all these games. I tend to just go back to like the moments that hit me the most in sure. each of these games. And we touched. I touched on my favorite. You know, set pieces in Uncharted Three. I'm going to take you to one of my favorite in Red Dead. Okay, which is you join the gang of, you know, that's riding across into Mexico for the first time. Mm -hmm. And the realization that the map is literally twice as big as you thought it was. You can go to Mexico. Yeah, Like was just like, Oh my, like this game is incredible. The ginormous playground. And it's as a history buff, you know, riding around in the wild West was just so cool. Yeah. Oh gosh, this is hard. Shots Tanner's reach, which is a place. It is. You're right. You're right. But, uh, if I'm going to gauge, my tiebreaker is going to be that Drake is just a blast to play as. Yeah. And even though I think, you know, Naughty Dog, it's kind of funny, Naughty Dog versus Rockstar, two studios that make wonderful games, but not known for their good shooter mechanics. <laughs> right, yeah. And the early, especially the earlier Uncharted's are a little stiffer Clunky. and sloppier. Yeah. Than four, four really refined that formula, but 
<laughs> like it's not like you're going to say it had worse than, you know, like a Red Dead, which is, you know, sure. whatever. Yeah. That's not the focus of those games. So right. I'll, you know, with a heavy heart, say goodbye to Red Dead Redemption. And I'm with you that at least Red Dead 2 is still alive. So yeah. I don't feel as bad. Yeah. And I have to fight because my beloved Uncharted 4 went down. <laughs> All right. In the, oh, sorry, in the Mabel Addis bracket now, our Elite Eight matchup is the Breath of the Wild versus Uncharted 3. In the Jerry Lawson bracket, we have the 8 seed Bloodborne versus Resident Evil 2, the 13 seed. Easiest matchup of this round. Let's move Bloodborne forward. Sorry, RE2. Bloodborne is just amazing. Now we get to what I think might be the hardest for me. Okay, we have uh, 2018's God of War as the 3 seed versus Elder Scrolls V Skyrim as the 2 seed. I assume you're going to pick God of War. You assume correctly. You don't. You don't. Attach the same level of nostalgia to Skyrim as me. I know. I, I attach the level of nostalgia to Skyrim that, like my that you Skyrim do. Skyrim is to me what Fallout Three is to me. Yes. So I personally, I love Skyrim. I played a shit ton of hours of it on PC and PS3 and 360. I think I played it everywhere. But uh, God of War is a top five game all time for me. So it's it's not a hard argument for, yeah, for me personally. God, this is what I think. I'm gonna begrudgingly end up agreeing with you okay um make the argument though skyrim to me was the formative like you emerged from the cave moment like that was that for me and you know you emerged from that initial little dungeon that you have to go through and you come out and alduin flies overhead the dragon flies away and you sort of know that you're gonna it's not the last time you're seeing this dragon um and it's just like go to white run and you're like where's white run yeah and it's just like you just you just move through and i don't know it was such a beautiful it's the most i've ever dove deep into an rpg Mm. by far yeah and i just i've played that game six or seven times probably (laughs) yeah completely like built out multiple characters the first time i did it i was a wood elf which i did not realize at the time that wood elves are supposed to be an archer but i was all about (laughs) one-handed combat yeah um i definitely catered my later characters better um but god of war is an effectively perfect video game yeah skyrim you can say a ton of great accolades about it but it is not perfect no um there are technical issues there are, you know it's not as sweeping emotionally as god of war sure like the i don't know the, skyrim is just it's the great playground God of War is just you're being told the story they want to tell you and it's pretty much flawless. Yeah. I could not have said it better than you just did. Uh I'm sure holy shit, I just noticed what the next matchup is and I'm scared. That's Jay. mine. All right. Like, uh God of War ugh. is moving forward. I've sung the praises of that game a lot, but um, And then you say that and you think of games that are on the other side that these haven't even gone up against yet. Yep. And it's gonna be brutal. All right, so the Jerry Lawson matchup, the thing that I said Jesus Christ about, uh the Elite Eight matchup is Bloodborne versus God of War. Okay, uh, back to the Miyamoto bracket. We don't have to think about it for a little bit because we have Super Mario Galaxy 2 versus The Last of Us to move on to the final four. So these will be the last. This is the last round where we can use a trump card, just yeah. so you know. You know, kudos, Mario Galaxy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but again, not my favorite of the Mario games. Obviously, probably you can make an argument that it is an effectively perfect video game, but yeah. it's going up against another one. Yes, I so. agree. Uh, the Last of Us, we both absolutely adore. And I like Odyssey. Even with what I've seen of Galaxy, I think I will still will have liked Odyssey more. Mm-hmm. Just because 
I don't know I if I like the motion control idea of Galaxy. So, yeah, The Last of Us wins there. It's probably the only easy one we're going to have because next up in the Sid Meier bracket, we have Red Dead Redemption 2 against Portal 2. I mean, this one's relatively easy for me. Sure. Even though I respect Portal 2 immensely, but... I think it's pretty easy for me, too. Okay. Um, I love Portal 2. I've fought for it and fought for it. It's the only thing I've used a trump card for. Um, but Red Dead Redemption 2 is one of the most special gaming experiences I've ever had. So, Red Dead 2 moves on. We're, we're fast approaching what we didn't want to, Jay. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Oh, no. We have, in the Mabel Addis form of the bracket, uh, Breath of the Wild versus Uncharted 3. Ugh. Something tells me we're going to be flipping a coin here. <laughs> okay. Um, my pick is Uncharted 3. And as much as I respect what Breath of the Wild is, and we just, you know, I compared it. To, I, my appreciation for a game like Skyrim, I'm like, I 100% understand how people have that exact same attachment to the likes of Breath of the Wild. Yeah. And it's fun. And, they're, you know, it's obviously, you know, more kid friendly and cartoony, but like approachable is more the better way. It's a fun game for anyone. Yeah. Um, but Uncharted 3 is just the perfect action adventure video game just about um, and similar to the God of War comparison I just made I'm like Breath of the Wild is big and expansive but Uncharted 3 you're getting what they wanted to show you and what they wanted to show you is amazing to make the argument from the other side of the coin that we're inevitably going to flip I'm going to go get it uh, Breath of the Wild is quite possibly the best Nintendo game ever made. What? At least in my opinion, it's up there. Uh, and I know that's going to be shocking. If you didn't hear from the other room, Jay said, what? Um, <laughs> but I think it's at least in the conversation because this is the game that solidified the switch immediately. A lot of people, I don't know if people remember this now, but people were laughing at the idea of the switch and then breath of the wild came out and everybody's like, Oh shit, we get it. Um, I've never experienced some of the just feelings of absolute bliss that Breath of the Wild gave me and many other games at all, um, if ever. I adore this game. I love Uncharted 3 so much, and I love the Uncharted series, but I vote for Breath of the Wild, and we're both going to use our trump card. Mm-hmm. So Jay, we, got, we might as well at this point. Yeah, Jay, flip a coin. All right, so just because it's on, it's the higher seed, Breath of the Wild will be heads. Okay. Uncharted 3 will be tails. I'm going to let it fall on the ground like All an right. NFL referee. Yeah, it's okay. Here we go. It is tails. Oh, Uncharted 3 moves on. I kind of feel bad because I feel like I was the, <laughs> I was in the minority on this matchup, I feel. Okay, so wait, where did we use, uh, hold on, I'm just going to very quickly note oh okay so you used wow uncharted 3 is the game that won't die uh because you used your trump card uh j trump i don't like that (laughs) jay's trump uh, trump card yeah we probably should have named it something different i thought of that earlier i couldn't think of what else to call it um i'm just gonna put that there that you trumped there and then uh we will say that this was a coin flip just so people know yeah, they understand the how difficult it was yes uh and then my trump card was over here with portal 2 so i'm just marking that and now you can be thinking about 
in the Jerry Lawson bracket, the Elite Eight matchup that we were both so scared of. Bloodborne versus God of War. (laughs) And it's curious because we both have the one trump card left and I don't know whether we're going to use it. That's true. Jay, what are you thinking? Oh, baby. I'm just adjusting the bracket a little bit. Man, this is a titanic matchup. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It really is. I think definitely the hardest matchup for me personally of this round. Um, God of War, as I said, I've said on past podcasts, um, arguably the best combat in any game ever made. I think it's it and Sekiro are neck and neck. And it's the fact that it has that accolade and still tells a beautiful story, develops incredible characters and in a completely new setting and reinvents a character that people had somewhat panned in earlier games. Yeah, one of the, boring weakness, and one like of the weaknesses of God of War before was that Kratos was boring and turns him into this so, a sympathetic father figure to this, you know, kind of little brat Atreus <laughs> at times. Uh, but Bloodborne has, like I said, the most oppressive atmosphere maybe in any game ever made. Yeah. Um, and just fills you with dread constantly and gives you the highest highs, not in terms of storytelling or anything, but in terms of visceral excitement through gameplay that yeah. of, of any game I've ever played. Certainly. Um, this is an absolute crapshoot, really. Okay. So Bloodborne games showed me the light of souls games. And now those are some of my, or from games, I should say, okay. uh, those Couldn't are what you were trying to say. There yeah, for a second. Those are some of my, favorite games now just to play on stream especially um they're so fun and they're so different from everything else they're such a good palate cleanser moving to a different game um that being said god of war has one of my favorite video game stories ever it is a top three game for me all time bloodborne's in my top 10 but i don't know where exactly Mm. um i love both these games dearly but for me it's god of war the visuals the soundtrack the acting performances, the combat, literally everything works in this game. And the directing where it all the camera always stays like it doesn't cut. There's no cuts yeah. between the camera is so fucking cool. Um, just it feels like they thought of literally everything with this game. And I'm not saying Bloodborne doesn't, but Bloodborne, I think the case against Bloodborne is that there are a couple boss fights that aren't great. Um, there are a couple like areas that are just like kind of meh. I think there are downsides to Bloodborne where God of War, that's a lot harder to make the case for, in my opinion. Hmm. Yeah, they do. They really, you know, the example people point to of God of War making every moment count is riding around the Lake of Nine in the boat. Yes. And listening to stories is fun. Like, it's yeah. surprisingly an enjoyable thing. The What is his name? I can't remember. It's the head. Me. <laughs> he's just head. a He's a head. Uh, man. But that being said, as I alluded to earlier, Bloodborne is, if I, at this moment, and obviously these, you know, lists are nebulous and change over time, but I think in the most recent time, Mimir, um, the most recent time I reevaluated my top 10 games, Bloodborne moved up from like, I think top five to top two. Mm. And I, it's. See, God of Wars 2 for me. Yeah. I, Do we got to flip both a coin? I know it'd feel bad. If my coin flip wins again. Well, don't feel bad. That's so, the, that's the system we set up. All right. 
We got to do it. We might as well. It kind of worked out that way. That's yeah. kind of nice. All right. Uh, so God of War is uh, the so higher seed. God of War is the higher seed. It would be heads. Hit the chair. What's going the over chair. there? It is tails again. Wow. J2 for two. Oh, and man. You can't be that mad that Bloodborne moves on. Oh, but. oh that's a travesty. That oh. <laughs> not making the final four. All right. So our final four. Wow. This looks very... <laughs> This is very indicative of us and us only. Yeah. Uh, our final four. The Last of Us coming out of the Miyamoto bracket. Red Dead Redemption 2 coming out of the Sid Meier bracket. Uncharted 3 somehow coming out of the Mabel Addis bracket. I kind of feel bad. <laughs> and Bloodborne coming out of the Jerry Lawson bracket. All right, Jay. Uh, Last of Us versus Red Dead 2. Okay. Oh. We should We should clear the air. All right. Like, it's well documented, our love for The Last of Us. Yes. Man. Like, is there a chance that Red Dead can beat it? All right. Here's the argument that I think people who would prefer Red Dead 2 would make. The Last of Us combat, some people aren't a fan of. Sure. That is the main gripe I've heard of that game. Um, I guess you could argue Red Dead 2 has a larger world. Right. It has I, I those. It's hard to compare those games sure. that way. Um, there are equal amounts of really great character moments. Yeah. That's, that's the impressive thing in a game like Red Dead, that it has that depth of character. Yeah. Um, I just think. Even though it's a two seed, I think The Last of Us. And maybe it's just the games I stream, but is one of the games that has come up most when people have said, what is your favorite game of all time? Yeah. The last of us is, is one of those. And like from people I've never met before, they're like, Oh, you know, nice to meet you. What are your favorite games? Oh, here's some of mine. The last of us is there. Yeah. Like in a lot of those, in a lot of those talks and Reddit two, I think is a game that people are going to love more and more as we get away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, but personally, I just think last of us is, is a masterpiece. I'm eagerly awaiting an enhanced next gen version of Red Dead 2. Mm. I really want to play it again just with a little like I'd love the frame rate to be higher. It runs on 30 on PS uh, the last gen so we have to play it on PS4. Yeah. Um the the thing with Last of Us and here's what I'll say, if we had not had such a ridiculous experience with the Last of Us multiplayer other things would be a lot stronger contenders, but we have this, sure. this extra level of attachment to a game that is so widely beloved. Yes. That it's really hard to beat it. Yeah. The last of us multiplayer is amazing. I hope that they are doing the rumored multiplayer thing that they're doing. Yeah. So last of us two. Well, not last of us two, but or, sorry, last of us, last two of us as a two seed. My bad. Last of us. I would have loved to see how last of us two would have fared in this bracket though. As would I. All right. And the last matchup, Jay, this is all you. It is. Uh, we have Uncharted 3 as a 7 seed and Bloodborne as an 8 seed. And this is, again, like, this is where you have three children. One <laughs> that you don't like, one that you like, and one that you love. Okay. Bloodborne's the one that you love. Yeah, I think Bloodborne gets the nod. I just think it's more culturally significant Yeah. Um, um, than Uncharted 3. Here's what, and I'll make this note. Man, Breath of the Wild versus Bloodborne would have been a really interesting matchup. It would have been. I think, or God of War. Oh, yeah, fuck. That's the thing. The two games that I think had legitimate chances to make it all the way have now been eliminated 
you know, on that side of the bracket, which were Breath of the Wild and God of War. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, it's it's March Madness for a reason. <laughs> Upsets happen. So Bloodborne? I'm saying Bloodborne. Yeah, I don't think I can make the argument for Uncharted 3 against Bloodborne. All right, Jay. We've dug our hole. We are... Uh, we got a lie in it. We are officially in the championship. Out of the left side of the bracket, we have The Last of Us. Out of the right side of the bracket, we have Bloodborne. And, like... <laughs> Again, I feel bad because these are arguably my two favorite games ever made. <laughs> um, I'm trying to make the case for Bloodborne. For Bloodborne, and here's what I'll say: I think the emotional highs of The Last of Us are matched by the gameplay highs of mm. Bloodborne. Beating Father Gaskell for the first time is, you know, akin to. A really incredible, like, no spoiler. We won't spoil any of the story beats in The Last of Us, but you know, yeah, there are moments in that that are just breathtakingly emotional. Yeah. Um, man. All right. As someone who loves both, I think there are more negatives about Bloodborne than there are The Last of Us. Um, one of them being, and I think this should be at least addressed, that depending on who you ask, I think a lot of people say Gascoin, a lot of people say Bloodstar Beasts. There are moments where a lot of people have gone, I'm good, and mm. never played it again. Mm. I was one of those people for a long time. I was that briefly. And so I think a game that is so difficult that people are like, nah, fuck this. <laughs> I think that should be said as a knock, at least for something this large of a scale going against The Last of Us. Yeah. Which we both are, will claim is our favorite game of all time. And it's hard to make the argument against, but and it's so cool to see though people playing the likes of Bloodborne who you would not expect to like it, and then they end up liking it. Yeah, it's like such, me, it's I've, such an impressive game in that regard. Yeah, agreed. Like, and it's you don't understand it until it clicks with you, and that happens. I feel like for everyone who wasn't like a Souls person, yeah, and this was the entry into that franchise. The moment that it clicks, you understand why people have been begging you to play these yep. games for so long. Yeah. The moment where you have the bliss of beating a boss and you're just like, it's almost like a drug where yeah, you're just you like, chase that oh. high for the rest of the game. Yeah, exactly. And you get that high multiple times throughout the game. Now, yeah. It maybe peaks at that one time where like for Bloodborne, it's I think father is tends yes. to be the big one. Yeah. Especially when you can't. Of. That is the entry point to like once you beat him, the map really opens up and you can go multiple different sure. directions. Yeah. Which is another thing about Bloodborne is like it feels linear for a little while until it doesn't. Right. And then it opens up. And it opens up considerably. Man. It's but I can't I, I, I can't put it over The Last of Us. I can't. I can't either. Um, the multiplayer is a cheat code for The Last of Us. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, the multiplayer gives it just a bit of an edge that it may not have otherwise. But And it's weird because in The Last of Us, like there, you know, I think I don't know what if you had to say that like a part of, you know, don't get too spoilery. But sure. is there a part of The Last of Us story that is your favorite or like you can allude to a moment or like um, one of the seasons? Yeah, I would say. Uh, ooh, that's hard to think about. Yeah, the moment that I always come back to is the beginning, mm. and you know, you're you know, 
the, you you realize how soul crushing that game can be emotionally yes. pretty yeah. quick. Oh, the beginning is incredible. Uh, I was going to say maybe the stretch when fall ends and winter begins, mm. that full little mm. set of moments is just so fucking cool. Yeah. Um, and just all of that. I, I really love that little part specifically. Yeah. I don't think an objective list of these games would have come out, you know, with these <laughs> outcomes, but I sure. think either way, this game would have been on top. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, it's, it's just so hard to make the argument against it. I mean, I know that we said that this is both of our favorite games of all time, but even then we, uh, we still got there in the end and that's, that's the important thing. <laughs> Well, Jay, that was a lovely time. It was. And I still feel bad, but <laughs> don't feel bad is <laughs> the system we set up. Alas, The Last of Us crowned the best game of the 2010s hey. by the Double Tap podcast. Yeah, we did it. We'll celebrate with an extra one of these afterwards. Yeah. Uh, but Tanner, let's wrap things up as you're, you know, rejiggering the bracket here. Yeah, sorry. I'm just putting the finish. Touch. I'll go ahead and give my recommendation for this week. Okay talked about you know you know we this bracket forced us to talk about the souls games and you chase them you chase that high from other games yeah and you try to find the best approximation if you want a pretty good approximation of a souls game right now you need that itch scratched mortal shell have you heard of this oh, game? oh yeah i have i played a little bit of this game on ps4 and put it down and then just re-downloaded it on ps5 because they released the enhanced version it runs at 60 frames. It's really pretty. Mm. Um, and it has its own unique gameplay elements. Notably, you, it has a Harden mechanic, which is... If you it, play as James Harden. Exactly. And you're just <laughs> splashing threes all over these medieval knights. Um, no, any time during the game, you can harden your body. You can do it while you're attacking. You can do it if an enemy's attacking you. Like It will either protect you from them or it'll add like an extra little flair to some of your attacks. Yeah. Um, and I haven't, I'm very early. I just reached the first proper boss like two nights ago. I haven't, I've only fought it once. It's, it's, I haven't really nailed down exactly like how similar it is to the Souls games. Like, I don't know, like, I don't quite understand the checkpoint system yet, blah, blah, blah. Okay. But it's really pretty. The combat is a good approximation. So if you're needing that, it's scratch. You can hop in this journey with me and we'll see just how good it is. But nice. so far from what I've seen from other people, it seems to be. A you know well respected Souls clone, um, so I'm curious to see how much better it gets. Hell yeah! Uh, my recommend is going to be based on so PlayStation right now is doing a play at home thing mm-hmm. where you can download a bunch of games for free, not PlayStation Plus related. If you own a PlayStation, you can download them. Um, and my recommend is going to be The Witness because that is one of my favorite puzzle games ever. Uh, one of my favorite platinums I ever got because you had to do randomly generated Witness puzzles and it felt awesome to finish that. Um, the story elements are weird and they don't really matter, but, uh, just from a pure puzzle standpoint, the game is really pretty It is, and I love the way those puzzles are set up. I would love more games in that ilk. Um, so yeah, if you have a PlayStation, you can get it for free. It goes on sale on PC a lot. Uh, gorgeous game. It's made by Jonathan Blow, the guy who made braid. If you know that game, um, very creative mind and, and, uh, I love the art style and I just love that game. So yeah, I played it like. It's not my style of game, and it's it's interesting. It's the, it's the, that's the thing I can say about it. Like, it, yeah. and it's super creative. Yeah. Um, but hard. It's hard. Yeah. That that puzzle style is um, difficult. But once you get good at it, you feel. I might have awesome. to play it again. It's really good. And there's a lot of cool things to look for in the environment and stuff yeah. too. Keep an eye for that. Well, that's gonna do it for us this week. 
we will cash in on our retro teases yeah. next time around. <laughs> yeah. But until then, we're tapping out.